Cody, you didn't say what you were drinking. This is in my a vodka soda. With gosh, lime. Or, okay. vodka with lime. There was no soda. Ma- Madeline, what are you drinking? Vodka. I'm just drinking my sorrows. <laughs> nice. It is nice. possible if you drink your Can own we tears. Rob with it's symbolic. Madeline on the podcast. Whoa. What? I feel attacked. I feel literally attacked. <laughs> Good. That's how I felt this whole thing. Oh my god, you're so melodramatic. Oh Our biggest stressor was really so the fact that you had to like argument. write stuff. It's Fast Cody's bedtime. Let's get this shit going. Let's... Harrison Ford. More like Harrison Board. Hey! It's starting. How long were you waiting for that? Sean Connery. More like Yon Connery. That movie shucks. That's my opening argument. <laughs> Done. Are you like? Uh, You're welcome. Right know, there, we're good. We won. I don't know where the show starts and the bit stops. <laughs> welcome to chess time. Yeah. That's how you know you're in the Matrix, Cody. <laughs> Whoa, deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. So, however that intro is gonna end up. <laughs> Episode 200. This is, can you tell it's already uh, something where there is alcohol? <laughs> what? There is alcohol happening. Not that much. <laughs> no, on Tyler's end specifically, not much at all. But for the rest of us, we're getting into it. That's but... just Tyler. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, he just chugged his beer. <laughs> Was that Audible? <laughs> no, no, not just sponsored by Audible. <laughs> we should we be, be, though. <laughs> I don't know if they would after that. You know, guys, my favorite thing about going home and checking the internet after work is cuddling up with a nice audiobook. That's where Audible comes in. You know when you subscribe to Audible, you get three free. <laughs> Can we even do this? <laughs> yeah. What What is the saying? Like, uh, it's better to... Uh, uh, better to ask for forgiveness and permission <laughs> yeah that's the thing when it comes to your audiobook he's gonna get a cease and desist letter in a week mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this how is i free sh- advertising mm-hmm. you're you're welcome it's free real estate. so yeah it's episode 200 hello we did it we we did it we out here class 2019 uh, so we're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I laughed. It's okay. I hate myself enough to laugh. So we're not playing chess. We're just gonna sit here and shit post all night. I guess we did nothing else. No. What? Madeline got stressed out for nothing. Exactly. Are you studying? My chess? husband is like oh my literally a you terrorist. Know, you know, just just yeah. for the context here, I pass out when I get blood drawn, and oh that's the epitome God. of stressing out for nothing. So oh I don't feel. Oh my gosh. Bad. It just sucks. Okay. Really, that's what you're going with? Yeah, th- that's your defense. Is I pass out yeah. when I get blood drawn. You're a little bitch. That's right. That's what I just heard. Oh. <laughs> so. Jesus. Uh, Brittany, you want to explain what we're doing and so we can put into context why Madeline was stressed out? Sure. Since you are the moderator of what's going on. This is America's most stressful podcast. (laughs) I don't know what context. There's going to be a very high stakes podcast. It's going to be Team Robler (laughs) versus Team Codalin. Cute. They're going to try to convince me to watch movies I've never seen. Specifically a trilogy. Have yes. you never seen any of these movies, Brittany? I have seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
I, I saw Temple right. of Doom when I was one. like eight. Oh my god! So spoilers. That's not a good age to watch that. Movie. No. Uh, Madeline <laughs> that and I, we have uh, the Indiana Jones trilogy. Technically, the first three movies. It's there a is no fourth movie. Exactly. What are you talking about? We what have that, and we are defending. <laughs> Ooh, she knows about our flicks, huh? Yes, we're defending. <laughs> For good reason. This trilogy and trying to make Britney watch this trilogy, and then you guys have what? I was explaining this. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying that, Cody. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. So I've never seen The Matrix, which is what Rob and Tyler watched and are gonna yeah. defend. Yeah. Yeah. Did I do a good enough job? Yes. Okay. Now do a start over. Do it over. No, Cody has to do roll it. Roll back. For me. Roll back. That's Cody, what's happening. Cody mansplains it all. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the episode title? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Cody mansplains the whip, the movies. We'll we'll see what other quotes come from this. <laughs> How is this gonna work, Britt? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's Cody like seven go- minutes. Uh huh. Each trilogy. Seven minutes. Seven no. minutes in heaven. Talking about your movie. So one team is going to go That's seven minutes. Goes, right? One team will have seven minutes to seven minutes. present their case for their movie. The other team will have seven minutes to attack their movie. And then the first team will have seven more minutes to rebut. It's a word. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm just letting it go. That's it. That's how who's it works. Who's going first then? Yeah, yeah who's going start. first? Ooh. Coin toss. Oh. Mm. Why, tails, why don't Cody do and I just do it? Because mm, tails. No, she wants okay. it exactly right. on its spine. They called tails. What did you do? Nothing. She dropped the coin in a gutter? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is heads. Robler. Hey. Team Robler is starting. Cody, uh, sorry, Tyler. I don't want to go and do this. All right. Wait, I, can I, I, I'll start off strong, and then you can. Uh, can you I can get pick another drink before half. this starts? Cause... Pick it up. Pick you it already up. had that. Yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah, that sounds good, well, Rob. Okay. Go get your drink. Oh, I thought you meant like telling them to go. I was like, I, I need to listen. All right. So are you guys ready? I'm very intrigued to see how you guys defend this trilogy. Oh and come emph- on! Emphasis on trilogy and not just the first movie. Yeah, because so, they literally whoa, whoa, made the second hey, two hey, a hey, year hey, apart. We're not I mean, started yet. Like... You get out of here. Get your <laughs> shit out of here. They haven't out. started yet. Yeah. How dare you? Okay, D- okay, okay, okay. Stop. I'm the moderator. Listen to me. Listen. I'm the boss. Okay. This is gonna be. I'm true. Buddy. I'm the boss. Because cake boss. I'm the boss. This is gonna be trilogy. All right. Sean, is there cake at the end? I have a solid paragraph. I'm just gonna read. You can't read it. And then I'm gonna kind of wing it. Okay. So say lots of words seductively. Can I get the other mic so I use some ASMR? (laughs) Just start talking. I can mute their channel. Good. (laughs) God, I'm glad they're not on the same team. Madeline was complaining about that. She's like, why could we all be able to collaborate when you're here? Rob, the more you stall this, the more I feel like your paragraph is going to be like, the movie that I watched for (laughs) this assignment today was The Matrix. The Matrix was the movie. (laughs) The Matrix is the movie that I watched because The Matrix is the movie that we picked. I'm using the word to define the word. They have three Matrixes. A matrices, if you will. Just, again, <laughs> if they were talking, you could talk over them. But he reacts. I think your seven minutes has started. It's like two no, minutes. It hasn't. <laughs> God damn. So we're starting with Team Robbler. 
who are going to be defending the <laughs> Matrix trilogy, starring our boy Keanu Reeves, also known as John Whoa. Wick, and go. Way better role. Go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So the Matrix trilogy is sits among the best entries of cyberpunk, cyberpunk cinema in the last 40 years, second only to Blade Runner and its sophomore hit, Blade Runner 2049. The franchise was released at the dawn of millennium and served to expose moviegoers to a potential future that the internet promised with a nigh dystopian world yet to come. The film stars are now... Con- <laughs> Sorry, I lost my play. I totally lost my you're doing. You're doing you great, this, sweetie. You you're Thanks. doing great. The film stars take, the, now, the now conventionally famous Keanu Reeves, the amazing Lawrence Fishburne, and Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith, who is also well known in his roles in Lord of the Rings. Really? What about Trinity? Elrod? Elrod. The Matrix trilogy begins off with the universally acclaimed Matrix, which establishes the vast world that makes up the franchise. Both the real and unreal are demonstrated, along with the otherworldly experiences that can be had within the Matrix. Without spoiling the plot... Loser. <laughs> of I the need to know what the, or the plot is. Or the multitudes are. We begin the film with a brief introduction to what is possible within the Matrix. During an encounter with the agents and the heroic Neo counterpart and his ally Trinity played by the talented Carrie Ann Moss. In an effort to find the one, she exposes herself into a trap laid by a deceiver within their midst and is almost captured. This early foray into the Matrix will lay down the foundation for the cast with a cat and mouse game that is played across all three films with the sentient Matrix and the humorous in the, in the real. The films basically establish that the humans are living in a simulation. What they think is real is not and what is real is far different than they've experienced spoilers. so far. Uh, spoilers. Whoa. Have sp- you seen a trailer, you know this isn't a spoiler, sir. And stop interrupting. Don't interrupt your time. Minutes. You can lose 10 seconds. Dang. Across the three films, you you encounter a world that is very different from our own. And, an, and a near messianic foray into what it means to be and it, what it means to exist. Tyler, if you're ready, let me know and I'll tag you in. But I'm the film. <laughs> oh, you go can... that. Oh no, 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 no! Keep going. You're doing good. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want me to come in, I can. If you're ready, can... I'm. I'm just, I, I, I got the first in. intro going, and then I listen. If you're ready, if you're not ready, I it's got, fine. I got you. I got you. Okay. Slide on okay. in. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> so these movies, a trilogy, <laughs> did more to establish, in any sort of modern day pop culture lexicon than pretty much anything else I can think of. Think of things that are almost synonymous with modern day philosophy. Red pill, blue pill, the modern interpretation of the white rabbit, and just the, um, the idea of a simulation and the modern take of that in the internet age. The Matrix does more to tap into these modern sensibilities than any sort of pop culture institution that I could really think of really framing our own existence and our our own questioning of it in this modern day age, particularly in relation to emerging technologies that we saw starting in the, uh, the mid to late nineties, the matrix really um, goes forth to address our place in the universe, our own uh, humanity, if you will, and the very real and human concern that, you know, our own reality, we, we have to grapple with the fact that our own reality is of our, is of our own construction, really. I, I think these are very natural things to feel, and the, the Matrix does an excellent job of really streamlining 
all of these um, modern age concerns into just a, a visual phenomenon. Mm. Like if, the way the cinematography is in these movies, like the Wachowskis, am I saying that right? Wachowskis. 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 Okay. Yeah, Wachowskis. Wachowski. Wachowski. The Wachowskis. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the, <laughs> the Wachowskis do an excellent job of um, really reinventing uh, cinematography and uh, to really add another dimension to like a really substantive story that has a complete arc all the way through. Like, the, the movies basically um, stayed this like the, tried to tried to. Um, reimagine the um, cinematography of the matrix for years to come i'd say for about a solid decade until about um nolan came through with uh, the dark knight specifically um and really reimagined um things but you you can see the in influence of the wachowskis everywhere from um the matrix and the matrix reloaded as well as matrix revolutions all three of those movies have solid impact on uh, visual effects cinematography um and uh, just and even things you don't even think about just like you even like color coding for movies just really yeah the, the world building like you look at yeah. like if you, when, as you watch the film you realize that there is a distinct tinge to the real and then the unreal what separates fiction from non-fiction in the, <laughs> this frame of the trilogy and uh what tyler is kind of getting at here is that the cinematography is just a a a check mark check mark on the trilogy along with some of the cgi and the filming techniques like with bullet time they were the pioneers of the bullet time implementation you see it in games you see it in other movies and tv shows used before that it never existed they were the the forefront of what the millennium whole could hold with technology as a tool rather than a piece of information gathering they took Not movie making and said, "How do you like me, Wachowski?" <laughs> you should have waited a minute yeah, for that. Your <laughs> closing <laughs> sentence, but it wants yeah. it. Do we have another minute? Yes. <laughs> but Fuck yeah, and none of that. Like, I know we're talking about cinematography and the CGI aspect, but let's. We also can talk about the actual movie, the content as well. It always holds true that a great story is is told through the hero's journey and the trilogy holds true to that it does follow the hero's journey you have the arc across three films you have the building the peak and the resolution of the hero's journey throughout the three films and some may argue that the 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 finality of the films is not uh, in the same vein or same quality as the the initial two and i would argue that may be true but doesn't take away from the message that the three films pushes out. I think it's a solid trilogy in comparison to so many other films that have three entries in them. I think there are far better arguments to be made than just the fact that it is a trilogy with Time a hero's is journey. Up. Okay, I couldn't finish my thought. You can finish your sentence. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was cut off. It's I'm fine. sorry. It's over. You, you, no, it's fair. That was great, guys. It was great. Thank you. Yes. All right. For Cody's uh, interruption, you lose 10 seconds from your rebuttal or your attack. <laughs> Wait, so, so what, what are they doing first? Their attack or, the, or their argument? They're attacking their the Matrix. They're attacking? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> okay. God damn it. All right. Okay. Your six minutes and fifty seconds starts now, Robin Madeline or Cody and Madeline. Six minutes. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not. Whatever. For them. So, 
There's no denying that what the Wachowski siblings set out to do with the first Matrix was an ambitious feat and does have its place in cinema and pop culture history. However, once they get... Once they set out on the plan to make a trilogy out of this idea, it fell apart. The three movies combined fall short on telling a fulfilling story that wraps up or even ends in any sort of meaningful way. Throughout the movies, it suffers from mediocre acting, fight scenes that lack any semblance of fluidity, and story choices that still leave me scratching my head to name a few issues. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler is upset. So, with... The acting, I'm just going to start with that. I have plenty of paragraphs to go through, but I don't want to just read the entire time. So you'll waste the time. There is <laughs> really only three actors that do anything in this entire trilogy. And that's Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne, Hugo Weaving. After, And even after that, Lawrence Fishburne and Carrie Ann Moss pretty much have no role whatsoever. They just kind of either move Neo along in the place of Trinity or they just kind of act as the, sorry, Tyler is writing notes on his hand. And so I got distracted Uh, (laughs) or in the place of Morpheus as Lawrence Fishburne, he just kind of acts as this solemn mentor that just is his number one fan for the council of Zion. So pretty much nothing. Uh, Hugo Weaving, again, he is a great addition in the first movie, but after that, he only has one or two notable scenes in the other two films. They just kind of lose sight of what they want to do with this pretty good actor and just can't write for shit, in my opinion. One second. So, those good performances aside, you then have our boy Keanu Reeves, who is given the leading role of this movie that cannot act seriously to save his life. Anytime he was on scene and had any sort of dialogue that was supposed to be taken seriously or asked questions, I could not care. I could not take it seriously. He was just, he has this inflection that he couldn't shake from the Bill and Ted movies where it's just, there is no spoon. Just things like that. It's just, it seems like this super deep kind of thoughts, but just Keanu delivering it does not hold any weight to me whatsoever. And just as the trilogy got on, they were giving him less and less scenes to really like interact with as far as dialogue goes. And I'm not surprised whatsoever. So that's the acting I'll go with. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) The fight (laughs) scenes. uh, I felt that when I look back on the matrix, I always think of them as action movies, these big fight scene movies and I think, yeah, they have some pretty cool scenes. The one versus one of Neo and Agent Smith at the end of the first movie. That's a really cool scene. And then you watch it and you look at it now and it's just, you can tell it's so over choreographed. And there are so many moments where it's like you see Neo throw a couple punches and then Agent Smith is like, okay, now I can start hitting you. And then Neo takes the punches and he waits and he's like, okay, now it's my turn to counterattack. And it's just those kind of reactions continue throughout the trilogy. So that kind of upset me after rewatching it because I definitely remember it being better. And then the CGI of these fight scenes, specifically in the second Matrix, CGI Neo versus the army of fucking Agent Smiths. God, that was some like PlayStation 1 graphics that they hard cut away to and then hard cut back to. 
and it's just so jarring and so cheesy and even like the sound effects during that scene there is a literal bowling strike sound effect when he throws an agent smith into a group of agent smiths it's just i don't know why they felt that that scene made the cut and then the biggest issue with these movies again movies because i have a feeling or it felt like they only focused on the first movie in their defense is the plot and story of this trilogy it falls apart so quickly after the first movie they have this great idea of okay so it's a simulation what are we going to do like how do we fight the system and then it just kind of is like i don't know i guess we kind of fight the robots because they're going to come and kill us and then we just take a stance but the humans have no chance of surviving it shows once the robots assault they're wiped out pretty much immediately they only get saved because deus ex machina of the hammer somehow making it back to zion and throwing an emp but then they show oh yeah you emp'd the machines here but all of our technology is now wiped out too and they're gonna send more so it's like okay that was fucking stupid but then you have neo and i think the crux of the plot issue is you can't have a trilogy based around the lead character being the god figure of this universe there is no tension when he can do anything he wants he can come back from death just because someone gave him a kiss and said they loved him and that's all you need to do and then after that he can do whatever he wants he arbitrarily fluctuates his power levels and arbitrarily leaves when he wants to and that continues up until the end of the second movie even where those powers transcend the matrix and exist in the real world and he just has jedi sith powers to just stop the machines with his mind continue that in the third movie when he has jedi mind powers for some reason to speak with the robot king that has kind of a baby face to then plug into the matrix again to then fight agent smith in the matrix that is a one-on-one -on -one battle when he has a million agent smiths anyways and so what is he trying to prove with this one-on-one -on -one battle it's just this movie doesn't know what it wanted to do with the story it fell apart and even the acting and the fight scenes that it's known for couldn't save it That was six fifty. Tyler. Oh yeah, that's Tyler. right. Because you lost uh, ten seconds, right? Yeah. Tyler, you're you're gonna be, you're gonna you're gonna be my hype man. You're just gonna bang off the the, the top bullet points, <laughs> and I will, I will I will I uh, will counterpoint him. Was okay. It, was that enough? Okay. Wait. How I are we wanted doing to this hear wrong? what Madeline thought. Did you have anything to say about it, Madeline? I'm sorry. I thought you didn't watch I, the Matrix. All that you said, I was gonna say. Okay. Because we okay. talked about it and like I was taking the Matrix. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if like you wanted to tag but, team it. All right, so uh, uh, do they now go into offensive mode and talk about their stuff? No, no, you. You guys are gonna rebut at things he just said. Okay. Wait, wait, but hold on. Shouldn't they? No. What? Go. One trilogy What's at a time. We discussed okay, well, this yeah. multiple I... times. No, no, hold this on. This is what see, did you see this? These are the lies that he's spreading. He's trying to change the rules. Okay, this has no, been my whole week. What is week. the rule to you, Rob? No, no, I'm just curious. So Whatever they, they, we talk, they rebut. <laughs> then, then, wouldn't they talk about their movie no. and then we, we rebut them? No. No. You have so, to finish no. your trilogy. So, okay. Me so what's going to happen is 
you guys went and presented your case for the Matrix. I got it. I, I just figured it out. Cody was like, nah, man, here's why it sucks. And then you guys are going to be like, here's why he's wrong. And I isn't bad. It isn't bad. I, and then Robert, or Cody and Madeline are going to be like, here's why Indiana Jones is amazing. And you guys are going to be like, fuck no, here's why it sucks. And then Ro- Cody and Madeline, why do I keep doing that? I don't know. Because I always says, say Rob and Madeline. Cody and Madeline are going to be like, no, here's why you're wrong. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I totally miscalculated the ordering of things in my brain. Oh. All right. Okay. Rebut- am, I, am, am I taking the lead or do you yes. want to? Yeah, take the lead. I'll jump in okay. as necessary. All right, All right, here we go. Rebuttal is starting now. Cody, during your, uh, how long was it again? Six minutes and 50 seconds, not quite seven? Anyway, um, during your uh, rebuttal, um, you, the first point that you mentioned was acting um, and that you felt like it was stiff. You felt like it was not you know, good acting, quote unquote. Uh, Cody, the actor's journey is meant to um, understand the circumstance that is happening to you <laughs> as a character in that universe and then interpret it into your own, um, in, in, into your own um, artistic oh interpretation of that. So acting is defined as acting as uh, is, is reacting um, realistically to imagined circumstances. Now, Cody, imagine that this is happening to you. Imagine that you are Neo. You've seen the veneer peeled off behind the, the superficial uh, programming. Um, the, the whole system is stripped away. How are you supposed to act to that? You're not supposed to act like a regular person. Everybody, all the actors that you mentioned, like Hugo Weaving, uh, Keanu Reeves particularly, don't pick on my, my, my guy, Keanu. Um, <laughs> Him especially. How are you supposed to act? How would you ever be the same after experiencing something like this, understanding that? They're not supposed to act like quote-unquote regular people. They're not supposed to have reactions that you can relate to because it's not anything that is happening to you. It's happening while, while these are themes that we could definitely resonate with, it's happening in a way that you would never understand. So you, they're seeing things you couldn't imagine. So... <laughs> And, and think about all these iconic scenes that they have. It, you're telling me that these things that are just embedded in pop culture are because of bad acting? I don't believe that for a second. And then you mentioned Keanu just dropping out by the end of the plot. It's not even his story anymore by res- Revolutions. It, 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 it does create an arc, but you see how he manifests within the reality that he's going on to shape. So yes, he is a little bit more absent during Revolutions, but only because that is the only way that you can understand that his character arc has a big enough of an impact to be meaningful. Rob, thoughts? Good, next, top, next topic. <laughs> okay, fight scenes. Okay. Okay, I, Cody, I got this one. I got your this one. quote like, unquote. I, I have a I have a real quick one, and then you got this, Rob. You 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 did refer to some quote unquote very cool scenes during the Matrix. Yes, those were very cool scenes, weren't they, Cody? I'm glad we can agree. And maybe they don't feel like the most realistic things, but you know what? They are quote unquote over choreographed because they are functioning on a plane of existence that they understand and know how to beat like the the way that they are fighting in this very stylistic and choreographed way is because they know how to navigate the matrix it's not the real world and if you do notice the real world fighting versus the matrix fighting is profoundly different especially in movies like revolutions where the revolutions fighting style is a lot more 
uh, you know, realistic, if you will. Conventional. Whereas if you see them conventional, whereas if you see them fighting in the Matrix, um, the, the original one, in the world of the Matrix, it is a lot more stylized because it is a different domain that they, as, as agents in this own world, that understand what's happening around them is a stimulation, they're going to react to it differently. So when he flies around, it's almost like a grid. They understand the system so they can fight in it accordingly. Rob? Time. Go on, next one. Next one. We got, we got, oh, we got time. We got, we got to worry about. Go ahead. Right. We got plenty so, of time. And then the plot, instead of falls apart, it does not fall apart. There is a very coherent arc. There is a very um, coherent hero's journey, not unlike the hero's journey laid out by Joseph Campbell in the hero's uh, journey. Much of which, like legends, like Greek legends, even Star Wars was adapted from this source material. There is a very coherent character arc that you see Neo face. He hits all the marks. It is very well documented um, and. Um, academically studied that the matrix very much follows this um this this myth archetype um so i i, I don't really believe that the plot falling apart is a valid um uh, criticism in addition to the dusek machina that you recognize of course it's going to be a dusek machina they are machines so when they do act in ways that interview with the plot that you would maybe recognize in a conventional story as a deus ex machina, that is the Wachowskis looking at machines as this, this little literal deus ex machina that act in such a way because they can. It's the very idea of these machines. And, and when you say, you know, like these uh, things like, you know, Neo gets a kiss and he, you know, defies conventional powers of course he's going to the matrix is a is a larger story and a narrative that highlights the power of a of human emotion and vulnerability versus the superficiality of the reliance of technology that modern uh technology is growing more and more reliant of so when you see that it does seem a little exaggerated but that is because it is supposed to highlight how powerful such emotions and feelings and experiences can be amid a backdrop of of artificial stimulation. Rob. I, I was listening to Tyler talking. What other, Tyler, what other topics you got? You got more checkpoints than that. No, that's it. No, I have three that's points. It. Cody had three points. I had three points. All right. Fair and square, baby. I wish I could rebuttal. No. Do you have any more to I, add, I think, Rob? I think describing the film as being a bit outdated with the action fight scenes is discrediting the films. I never said of, outdated. In any of this, I never said. It, it was implied that the but film say action scenes were outdated. And they felt trite because the CGI, time? the CGI seemed comical due to a bowling pin sound during fighting. That was accurate for the time period. And to say that it felt silly and ridiculous is a bit counterproductive because of the film's comp entry into our current uh, mindshare. It was 20 years ago. To say something is ridiculous or to say look at something that was 40 years ago, perhaps, and say, Maybe wow, like. It's something that Jones. looks, you know, quite comical and bad. Oh, the CGI is bad. I think when you start attacking a film on its merits that it cannot control, it shows that there is a weakness in your argument that the film is bad. And so, in doing so, you really illustrate that the film itself isn't bad, but it was only limited by its time. The film has a solid arc throughout it. The action sequences were groundbreaking for their time period. Whether or not they look silly or ridiculous now is irrelevant. I think the film has merits that are far beyond... Sorry, the trilogy, not the film, has merits beyond just the CGI, but the actual messianic, you know, nature of the character of Neo. His, you know, flat, you know, prescription of his character is more of a nihilistic prescription than anything else. He is the one. He is the one to fix everything 
time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's fine. Don't worry. I'll cut them off <clears throat> on their thoughts, too. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard when you're there. I'm trying okay. to, like, no, figure fine. out when your thoughts are done. And you then... could just, like, start flashing him, like, letting him know time is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, just wave your hand. Like, wave or something. Okay. God. I... I'll wave at Jazz 10 hands. seconds. <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're very passionate about our films. I... I... <laughs> You I guys focused Keanu on Reeves. just a slight paragraph of my entire argument. That's the point of debating. Don't mm-hmm. take it personal. I feel like my <laughs> just. I felt like my counterpoints can were I, can very. I make yes, yours, Rob's entire yeah, segment. I gotta go use the restroom. Was can I drink? Take a break. Take a break. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. So I can talk off the podcast. Refresh your drinks. <laughs> we'll calm Cody down. I need another drink. Rob's entire thing was focused on me talking about the action scenes. So? Then maybe you should have talked about the action. That's not even my biggest complaint, though. My biggest complaint is the plot. He didn't even touch the plot. And you saying that he follows a hero's arc, but that's not my issue with it. I don't like this table talk when I've got to be objective. Unbi- objective based on the 21 minutes. Yeah, 21 minutes. Oh, 21 I pilots. love my notes. I'm going to start highlighting. It's very tasty. Kitty. She's way too affectionate, though. Critique my cookie like She's you just critiqued the Matrix. Too affectionate? <laughs> is that an issue with a cat? <laughs> oh. Yeah. That, yeah, I don't no, want a cat ass in my face <laughs> at like no, 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 six in the morning. Yes. No, yeah. No. Cats no, she's do that. Lying. I don't That's like not that. what it is. If cats Literally, put your when butt, we wake up, they're like, when we you're wake petting up in the her morning, and she just stop. puts her butt in the air stop. in your face. Stop. That means she trusts you. I don't want trust then. She gets up and she literally nuzzles your face with her face. Because she appreciates I you want and she wants you to be her. I want trust. Like, I can't see Madeline anymore. This is that's fine. Yeah. She's, she's, this is male whitewashing. Yeah. Says male you. Whitewashing. Yeah. You mansplain. Exactly. I had, I had and I got shut that. down for it. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. If cats show you their butt, it's gross. But that means that they trust you and they love you. <laughs> Look at this butthole. They don't fucking listen. It's like, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and the, dogs, no the dog goes away <laughs> and the cat just sticks her cats butt in my face. Assholes, but they're great. Cats are like, I they're know. not dogs. They're it's just, they're like, different. I just, if I would have known that ahead of time, I would have said no. She, the worst Rip. thing she's done is she's, she's brought up a, a few carpet things oh. over the course oh, of her living here. Uh, what I would say for you what? is beating the corners her. of your couches. In your oh no no! Put tape. We spray her. We spray My her. My thing okay. is, why do I have to put tape? I can tell the dog no, and he listens because cats like just like, listen. It's, I, it's a like a man. You they can't just don't train. listen. If you if you, if you if you if you trim their if you trim their nails, they stop doing it. And she she has stopped don't doing it. Don't declaw them. Nails. That sucks. No, oh god, trim. no! It's terrible. Yeah. We actually signed, we signed the thing saying if we got her, we could. If do you it. don't do it soon, they're gonna fuck up your couches. Cause yeah, I know. Learn. That's why she's not. I don't trust her. Period. She, she's only done it like twice. She trusts she you. <laughs> she's done it twice since she lived here, and then once we trimmed her her uh, claws, she hasn't done it since. Okay. I just trimmed her claws again. It's like every four days. Mm-hmm. She's a kid. It's like a velociraptor she's still, she's lives still, here. She's still <laughs> cool. you, you like dinosaurs? So I don't like that one. <laughs> you don't Anyways. want one to live with you. Can we it's on a get, get back into this shit? Let's do this. Cody's got a lot to edit if we keep bantering off into the oblivion. It's, it's fine. Great banter. I, I know my life. Okay. You're finishing your cookie before we start. <laughs> I like cookies. I know, but you can you like, like your them cookie. So much. I put my cookie in my mouth so I can have more later. <laughs> <laughs> you Tyler the squirrel. God, that drink smells yeah. so bad. It was funny. 
It smells disgusting. I wish somebody else appreciated martinis. They smell. Maybe the cat would. Maybe like, she'd stick her butt in it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it tastes so good. <laughs> There you go. That's why it burns. <laughs> See, the alcohol takes rid of the other flavors. Uh-huh. Really? It smells that bad? It does. I it always does. thought that martini smelled like sunscreen. But, like, yeah. yummy. Is that not that That's not what Malibu sunscreen? rum smells like to me, sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really... I always thought that Malibu smelled more like, like really cheap shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had Malibu? You should, you, no. You shouldn't okay. wash with it. I've had is that like a flavored rum? It's coconut rum. Well, yeah, it's terrible. It's like uh, the worst. It smells like suntan, lo- like <laughs> like thing... tanning lotion that someone would use. I honestly feel worse... nauseous thinking about it. I loved it when I was 20. The only worst is the TGI Mudslide mix. Ew. Like it is, it's like, it's like Isn't the Malibu like, coconut. That sounds like just, a TGI Friday thing. Oh God, it's so bad. It's like literally chocolate sugar with I was gonna no say, like, <laughs> flavor. <laughs> Isn't it just like Hershey's chocolate yeah. like syrup, but like filtered a couple times? So yeah, it's way it's way watered down. Like you can mix it with ice and drink it, but it's like fucking god awful. Anyways, Cody, let's give let's, let's see right. your attempt to defend your movie. Team Codalin. Yeah, you guys are gonna present the Indiana Jones trilogy to me. I will Ba-ba-da-ba. put a disclaimer. Oh, I shouldn't say that. We recently. <laughs> We recently did an episode where we discussed Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I have seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Recently. Very recently. I saw Temple of Doom when I was very young. And I don't even know the title of the third movie. Perfect. Temple of Doom 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pre-prequel. I just want to make sure the listeners know. You're putting your... I am definitely so the, not biased towards this movie. It sounds like you're biased. I think oh the Matrix gosh. should be extra points. Get over it. No. Well, I mean, she clearly doesn't want to see the Matrix because her... these movies will come out when I'm making the decision. Based on the arguments. Okay. But I wanted to okay. at least hmm. let people know, yes, I have seen the Raiders of the Lost Ark because we talked about it. So, Team Codalin, tell me why I should enjoy the Indiana Jones trilogy and <laughs> Go. So I want you to close your eyes and imagine you're in 1936. Fuck. And a young buff man. (laughs) (laughs) I like this so far. An adventurer, an archaeologist, a university professor is setting out on a new adventure. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones navigates his stop get out of here navigates his I'm way my phone through a labyrinth an extra 10 seconds traps and trials <laughs> attempt to find the lost ark now we'll pause and go back and think to ourselves if you ask most people to name a cult classic one of the top movies that comes to their minds is uh i don't know indiana jones when you put Steven Spielberg and George Lucas together on a film, what more could you expect than a phenomenal trilogy that has become a cult classic? So, as Indiana Jones is uh, navigating his way through these labyrinths and traps and, tri- and uh, trials in his attempt to find the Lost Ark, Jones seems to be crossing paths with his archaeo- archaeological rival, Paul. Jones is on a mission to find the Lost Ark and... It, that has been rumored to be found by the Nazis, where Hitler is hoping to harness its power and take over the world. The action continues with violent confrontations with Nazis, assassins, and creatures of nightmares. 
All three movies are action and suspense filled, are action and suspense filled, leaving you on the edge of your seat while still having much lighthearted humor. Uh, and of course, that weaving through a quick love interest. Then we head on to the movie number two, which is the Tomb of Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost got it. Temple of Doom, the prequel. Temple. The Tomb of Doom. <laughs> Continue. A AKA much better movie title. The Temple of Doom <laughs> takes you on another thrilling ride through a maze of horrors. Throughout the movie, Jones is dealing with various climactic scenarios on his quest for the sacred Sankara stones, <laughs> as well as a 12-year-old sidekick who adds much humor and banter to the film. He is the best part of that movie. Yes, he really is. Even though there's a bunch of cult issues, monkey brains, eyeball soup, flaming hearts, and drinking hypnotic blood, the movie has it all. Um, and it ends in the most satisfying way. And I want to say a quote today from Rob about uh, this movie as I was watching it Uh-oh. for like the 100th time was, this was my favorite movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> Rob, you mean The Matrix 1, 2, and 3 wasn't your favorite uh, movie? No. he. I actually, when I watched The Matrix, he didn't say that once. But during this, yet I quote again, this is my favorite movie. I'll start off, Tyler. Don't oh. worry. Oh, don't worry. 10 seconds for that. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, guys, oh, seconds in the third last crusade, uh, Indiana Jones teams up with his father, who was, I don't know, Sean Connery. To go on one last adventure on the quest for the Holy Grail. The movie begins with the young Indiana Jones on his first quest for the Golden Crucifix, where he doesn't get the satisfaction or approval from his father. And that's where it shows how Indiana Jones got his iconic hat that carries on through the Disneyland ride. Fast forward, Indiana is Indiana Jones is going for... Uh, fuck. <laughs> on... <laughs> quest for the holy grail because his father is missing and that was the last quest that his father was on uh once he finds his father they go on the treasure hunt together to find the holy grail which again the nazis are involved lots of nazi death lots of sabotage double crossing great acting exceptional movie um things i want to point out real quick uh bullet points right at disneyland hello Still a ride at Disneyland. Uh, Sean Connery. The things could have really happened, and they're realistic. Uh, it's a cohesive storyline. <laughs> the Holy Grail and the Ark are actually historically accurate items. Uh, and killing Nazis. And I'll let Cody talk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll jump in. Yeah, I. What sets this apart from The Matrix to me is that this trilogy knows what it is. It knows it's just a silly action trilogy that is just trying to be fun and beat up on clear-cut bad guys. It is fighting Nazis and fighting a cult that is literally turning children into mindless slaves. And it is just like... Indiana Jones is the good guy. He does have his flaws, yes, but he still overcomes it in the end. Like in the Temple of Doom, he's fighting a bad guy and he's fighting for his life. But he knows that 
what they were fighting on. It's kind of like a conveyor belt to their deaths. When the bad guy gets caught and he is struggling, Indiana Jones helps him. He tries to save him from this death trap because Indiana Jones, at the core of his being, is a good person and he is a good guy. That is what this trilogy is. It is following the journey of this hero who is on the AFI's top 50 heroes that we have talked about. He is a hero to his core even if he strays and falters and struggles with personal issues, you put his back to a corner, he is going to help his enemy for their life. This movie knows that it can make jokes, it can have a Asian 12-year-old boy as a sidekick <laughs> and still be awesome and fun. And the best part of the movie, and just it knows that it has to be serious, when it needs to be and funny and end when it needs to be there is not this crazy existential crisis going on through this trilogy it's just hey this guy wants to find these treasures and prove himself to his dad who led him on this journey to begin with this trilogy is the best trilogy of all time and britney should watch it mm-hmm. and i have to say one thing as indiana indiana jones says so well this belongs in a museum. And you can Tyler, leave those seven seconds. We don't need Tyler, them. I'm going to go first. Yeah, exactly. Tyler, I'm going to go first. Oh, okay. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Okay. Time is up. Okay. Fuck. Okay. You want and by the way, I just there? want to point out one oh. other thing really quick. No, your so time's up. This, no, your no, time's no, up. It's not, about the, it's not about the movie. Okay. So I went on a like 17-mile bike ride today with a friend from work. Oh, my God. And I get home, and Robert goes, we're sitting at the table, and Robert goes, oh, what? Oh, so what What are you writing bullet points? And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you look at my laptop? <laughs> did not look, at, la- saying, did, did not look at the laptop. Cheating? I cl- Collusion? I, like, well, I, I know, you, I know you write bullet points. Dinner. There was no Russia. <laughs> did not. Just, this is, exactly. This is ad, basically ad hominem attacks route right now, and I'm really disappointed The argument's over. It's your turn to attack now. Exactly. All right. I we can't wait for starts. your 30-second argument of bad movie. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys said it for us. <laughs> Let me know when I, well, my time starts. You guys lost ten seconds for your okay. prolonged interruption. Oh, okay, that's fine. Mm. So, Let me know when. All right, your six minutes and fifty seconds starts now. You know, what belongs in a museum. Your argument. This movie is not a trilogy. It's three films that share one character and half a character in Sala. There's the only thing that this movie shares is Indiana Jones. There is no cohesive story. This movie is a a freaking milking of an initial hit. The first film was amazing, and I will not deny that. But the second two films were absolute trash. The, fir- the second film, Temple of Doom, was absolute hmm. garbage. You haven't seen a film as bad as that <laughs> since another 48 hours. There is no point in defending that film. The third film, The Last Crusade, the last the thing that was was, hey, we got Sean Connery. Come watch this movie. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. And trying to defend that is like the... the the German Nazi girl saying, hey, I'm on your side, Indy. Come do my thing. It's garbage. And trying to defend it, it's just garbage. Let's, let's talk about, like, oh, oh, it's set back in the uh, 30s. It's, it's set in the 30s, Indiana Jones. Oh, wow, this guy is an archaeologist. You want to spend three films watching a guy being, oh, hey, 
I'm going to explain how I'm so cool as an archaeologist to literally every character. Oh, let me, let me tell you. You ain't that cool, Indy. You're old, you're tired, and you're not worth watching. If you're going to watch any of those films, watch the first one. It's entertaining, and that's it. The second two is milking the franchise. Oh, we're still a ride at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. That's because nostalgia. It's not that good. It's probably <laughs> too expensive to uproot. Exactly. Like, there's no reason of changing what that ride is because it's literally built in to that imp- entire part Adventureland. What are you going to do? Rip it out and put, what, more Jungle Cruise? Nobody wants Jungle Cruise. It's fun the first time you ride it. Hey. It's not great. Don't don't even pretend like it's anything more than that. It's <laughs> fun the first Cruise time if it's working space. correctly. Like, Let's look at the let's look at the movies. The first one good. Second one is you got oh the the, the tiny Asian kid. Do you know who he's really good in the Goonies. He ain't good in that movie. Don't try to defend Data's role in that film. It's not good. <laughs> oh sorry sorry one other thing. You got Dan Aykroyd in that film. It's a name drop. Tyler, go ahead. Do you like PG thirteen rated movies? Me neither. <laughs> you can think. You can thank Temple of Doom for that. Temple of Doom single-handedly is the reason why they uh, revised the rating system because it was rated PG and all of the the, the the flaming hearts and the zombie whatever, I don't know, all that stuff that they had in that movie. They were like marketing it to kids and it scared kids so bad as a PG movie that they had to um, revise the MPAA rating system and create a new... Um, rating basically so that that movie scared the shit out of kids everywhere and not like in a fun way like it's a pretty gruesome uh movie for a you know just a little guy to go watch um and then and then listen the third movie like yeah i mean the first one's great and all but like the third movie you know sean connery more like yawn yawnery you know like that's fuck you who cares you know um, no, I mean, like, it's just like, you know, like, Rob made a good point that um, it's just basically uh, capitalizing on one character that did well one time. I mean, the, by the third movie, they're already doing, like, the same kind of, like, dumb fan service that we're now seeing in, like, latter-day Star Wars movies that does not go over so well, you know. And then I, I think that, you know, Cody, you made it, you made a good point about... Um, these movies having clear-cut bad guys. And I think that's fine. I actually think that's really good. We really need movies that kind of um, clearly define, you know, what what morally is acceptable, what's good and what's bad. And I, I think this movie does a great job of really looking at these clear-cut bad guys and, um, you know, making a lesson out of them, showing this is an okay in society. But I, I think what you kind of run into that, you know, The Matrix has to offer that Indiana Jones doesn't is that, you know, while... Well, it's great to have that moral basis of good and bad in a very concrete setting. Um, life is a lot more morally ambiguous than that, you know. Um, you're, you're not, you know, it's, um, I don't think it necessarily, like, holds up well as a part of, um, like, as, as, a, as a story that really kind of challenges our own perception of what's going on and, like, um, Maybe, maybe the Matrix like excels in some parts better than others as far as doing that, but I think overall it's a really more engaging um, look at good and evil other than just like the kind of uh, tired dichotomy that Deanna Jones has to offer. And, you know, if you think Indiana Jones is a good guy or a hero, uh, just watch the end of The Matrix and tell me uh, who did more for humanity.
Whoa. I, I didn't spoil anything. Just watch the end of it. You got to watch it. You got to see. I want to spoil it because gotta... I have so many thoughts. Well, I thought we weren't spoiling Stop interrupting. He was done. There's still 30 Time. seconds 30 left. seconds. Team the Rogler. movie that we watched was The Matrix. The movie that you guys watched was Indiana Jones. For the next 20 seconds, I will talk about no, the hold movies. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Indiana Jones was carried by Spielberg and Lucas. If you're going to watch another film, watch TI-86 or whatever the film is that he made before that. Far more interesting than some archaeologist fighting Nazis. Well, then. Um, I've never seen Cody laugh that hard. Ever? Wait, do you might know the name of the movie that he made? It was before this. THX 1138. That's it. There you go. That sounds like a great movie. It was was George Lucas's, um, like, student film that got a theatrical release. So, Madeline, do you want me to lead? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you can, uh, I'll pause after my points and you can jump yeah. in if you want i'm very overwhelmed right now <laughs> yes i thought i had it figured out before and i'm like oh fuck are you ready for our All right. defense the last round the ew codalin rebuttal <laughs> fuck i feel like i have You're to tense. now i'm very tense right now <laughs> you feel like madeline did this entire week because mm-hmm. <laughs> of the lies <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Rob. I know. Thank you. I'm sorry. I appreciate that you guys are letting us stay with you. Thank you. Okay. And the seven-minute rebuttal <laughs> is starting now. So, as you heard with my laughter, Rob's entire argument was just ad hominem of the... Yeah, garbage. Yeah, just garbage <laughs> over and over. And his entire point of... Three films, and so you call it a trilogy. It's like that's literally what a trilogy is. Yes, it exactly. follows one character. Yeah, it's the Indiana Jones trilogy. It's not Indiana Jones and Gang trilogy. It is the trilogy following him and his adventures throughout different points in his life. So, yes. One, it's... Can I throw in real quick? Please. Because look at Jurassic Park. I mean, yes. that follows... <laughs> I'm just saying. That was all. Okay, yes, exactly. It's just, it's not one, it doesn't have to be a singular group throughout every three films to be considered a trilogy. And it doesn't have to have a group at all to be considered a trilogy. And you're saying Temple of Doom is garbage, we know is a lie, just straight <laughs> up. Because. <laughs> we. Rob was showing his stomach because Tyler is also showing his stomach. They are interrupting my rebuttal. Yeah, that's a, I think seconds. we get extra 10 seconds. Yes. You do. So. <laughs> per belly. So not only do we have Madeline saying that Rob claimed that Temple of Doom was his favorite. When we were setting up this debate, Rob also said that he was going to have a hard time arguing against oh. Indiana Jones. Because he liked Temple of Doom the most. <laughs> Yeah, you can say this is out of context. Yeah, but it's just listening to the argument, what I know, it's like, I know that you don't really believe that this is a garbage movie. (laughs) You said that the Tyler's argument about the PG and the PG-13, I don't see 
what the point is of yes they had to classify a new rating system for this movie if anything it's kind of a plus it shows that this movie can be marketed towards a teenage audience it's not just a kids movie it's not just an adult movie it is this new subsection of a rating system yes it has lighthearted moments with the kid's sidekick and the uh, female protagonist and it also can go to a darker place while still ending with this kind of lighthearted finality that the Indiana Jones Indiana Jones trilogy does Jones. maintain. <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Madeline? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring up that same point of what is the point of bringing up they had to revise it from PG to PG-13 because it was morally ambiguous. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I cuz to me that just means that it was a better movie than they thought it was going to be and so they had to up the rating because it was meant for adults yeah if anything it shows yeah the long-lasting effect that this trilogy has in pop culture in cinema on top of matrix it yeah. had to create its own guidelines whereas exactly. matrix it's like oh it's just r and what i want to bring up too is that um you know neither of the two on the other group brought up the fact that brought up anything into because even for its time it was good Mm-hmm. what cgi was back then it was good and yet they brought up how matrix had shitty cgi and so for 20 years ago i mean that was good that was good 20 years ago that's what rob quoted that that was mm-hmm. good for 20 years ago and i remember that indiana jones still holds steady as a phenomenal movie and i'll move on from that and bring up uh tyler you mentioned that yes there is clear-cut good and evil and that that might not always be good for movies. Movies should challenge you and should make you think about this ambiguous side. But not every movie needs to do that. Not every trilogy needs to do that. Indiana Jones stands on its own because you know this is good guys versus bad guys. This is just a fun action movie like I mentioned in my first defense. You don't need to really think about it. This isn't a movie trilogy that is out to challenge your views on how different people are. This is just, I know Indiana Jones is the good guy, and I know he's going to be fighting against bad guys, and he's going to be good no matter what. That's what this trilogy is designed for. Just like James Bond. Yes. So, again, it's just, this movie, it stands the test of time, besides its CGI, besides its action scenes, which you guys didn't even mention, which, Mm -hmm. if I was attacking it, I would have clearly criticized, but... It's clearly better than what I would say if I was attacking it. The superior <laughs> Brittany is three sixty degreeing her notes. Yep, it is the superior movie. This movie, I don't even need the entire seven minutes to defend what you guys said because Rob mm-hmm. spent the f- four minutes just repeating the garbage over and over again. Hilarious. It was hilarious, but it's not a good argument. There is not much to criticize about it. You know that this is set in the 30s. There is context that we know as adults and as people that this movie has. The Nazis are bad. Anyone fighting them is good. Yes, he's not a perfect character, but it doesn't matter because we show in the true moments that he can be good and he stands for what is right. And he stands for, on top of what is right, he stands for science. He stands for history and preserving what the world has to offer in these ancient artifacts in these indian infinity stones that he is trying to get in temple of doom 
There are five stones in the Temple of Doom that he is trying to get. It's the Infinity Stones. Jesus. It is the biggest crossover in Disney history. True story. Brought to you live. Yeah, we have 45 seconds. I have nothing else to say, Madeline, if you want to close it out. Um, I just think it's a great movie. I mean, when you ask most people, like, what... If you ask people what they've seen, Indiana Jones or The Matrix, they're going to choose Indiana Jones. Because most people have seen Indiana Jones. The Matrix, the Matrix were great movie. The first movie was great. The second movie came out in, what, 2003? And the next one, 2004? How do you, what it basically was, was they're like, oh shit, we made a lot of money on this first movie. Let's, let's try to get more money and bring out two movies in a year time frame. I mean, Indiana Jones, there were three years. I'm going to stop it there because we're now going back to attacking the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. But that is our closing defense. It was a great (laughs) attack of the Matrix. (laughs) I I forgot that's what I wanted to, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I get it. I challenge any of our listeners to find any podcast episode of this show in the last year where Infinity Stones (laughs) or Infinity War is not mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's not wrong. Always get, now we got to mention Game of Thrones because that's our new thing. Get Harrington. <laughs> Fuck. So now Brittany needs to go and Fuck. figure out which is yeah. which movie she is going to pick and which movie she's going to watch. Because well, that obviously, is, she's yes. going to pick the real trilogy. So yeah, the cool. real. You're right, Rob. The real trilogy. <laughs> the Harry Potter trilogy. Okay, I'll so, be right back. <laughs> Can you, can you leave? You're going to leave. I want to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. You can go to the bathroom. I'm going to go, like, really think about this. I should go this way. because You should phone. time think it. About, think about your life. Give yourself have, ten like, minutes. Give yourself seven minutes. Ten minutes. I was going to give myself five. Yeah, five, five is fine. Five minutes. Hey, I think I want to buy Factorio. I am not at that level of my life yet where I want to buy that game. That sounds like I, the mall in Bellevue. I see something to put my brain in, like, hey, use my engineer brain to do something yeah, it's interesting. Literally just like I need to programmatically figure out how to make the best production line. It's like I uh It's like the Sims, but worse. Yeah. Why don't you uh, buy farm simulator? I'm not buying farm simulator. God, I yeah, I've been thinking I'm like, I should buy Minecraft just so I can like oh, start playing Minecraft. it and just not think. Hey, if you guys get Minecraft, I have, I already have it. I can get Madeline a copy. You can play together. I do have a copy. Maybe, because I need a game where I can just play and not (laughs) think. Hit hit wood for thirty minutes and be like, "All right, I feel validated." It's mostly just so I can have something else on the second screen and I can focus. Because I started playing Divinity again on my own, but I'm like, "Fuck, I can't really watch another show while I'm playing this because there's so much story." Yeah, that was the problem with watching The Matrix. It's like I want to play Far Cry Five and beat it. Oh god, I watched. Two and three last night, and I just watched them. Just I sat there and oh. watched them, and I was like, "God, I hate Not this." Not even on your phone. So, so two no. isn't that bad. Two isn't wow. that bad. Three is bad. Like, like there's like Tyler, Tyler and I were texting about. It. Three is just bad. Like, it's just there's. It's like they fucked up. Pl- like, it's a money grab. That's no, what it yes. was. It's a money grab. Like, the no, Witch House, it was. The Wachowskis oh. weren't expecting the first one to be as good as it was. So, no. like, how do they? How do you? Like, it's like it's like doing marvel and like not but having a plan they clearly ended it on a cliffhanger that's my yeah. issue with saying that they didn't expect it to be a money grab they knew that there was going to be yeah. more they wanted to tell more and two the redeeming qualities for that is like pretty much once they get to the key maker on yeah. like to the uh, highway fight scene that's pretty cool the first yeah. hour so forgettable 
And then how it ends, it's just so frustrating. And then three, it's just they did not need to make a trilogy. They yeah. should have made a three-hour-long sequel, and that would have probably been a pretty good sequel. Yeah, that- yeah. The problem was that was though, that that was, like even with even with Endgame, like that was a bit much. But you think of like Return of the King, and the special oh edition is. That what? fucking movie. Would it's not four end. hours on special edition, and it's amazing. But, but then, just Matrix. It just they didn't know how to end it. Exactly. No, no, and that and that's the that's the biggest problem is they they didn't know how to. And I think that was the biggest challenge is that yeah they had they had a story, they had they had a good overarching story going on with Neo and kind of they had a good idea. Speaking. Yeah, but they, it, the execution wasn't there. It was bad. Like, it ends. Like I again, I watched it last night, and I was like, "Wait, this is how the fucking trilogy ends." Yeah. It ends with Morpheus talking to fucking Niobe, who's just what a fucking useless character. No. And they like no, whatever. But but then it ends. Like, the other stuff that came out around the same time. I don't care like, about the other. I'm just I just watched these movies. Like I'm not being no, persuaded by any of these other. It just it ends, and it's like, well, like what? Video game and shit. But yeah. it's just what Neo did doesn't matter. You can well, no, say, like, the war's over, but you have no guarantee that the machines the, the, aren't just going to rise up again and fucking right. kill and the I humans. I think it's implied that, that they will, just considering that It's that systemic. Like sixth, it's it's uh, cyclical, too, though. Of, yes. Yeah. But Neo was the one cycle that was different. The, the one, uh, I think it's Matt Pat on uh, Game Theory, or Film Theory, he talks about um, how Neo is actually not the one. It's Agent Smith is the one. And that, to me, is far more compelling and I think if they they pulled that string, the franchise would have been better for it. Like Neo, Neo, Neo is cyclical, but Agent, Agent Smith, Smith as not. A, as like a a device was far more interesting. I think they could have they could have gone that route and made a far bigger splash as a film in a, in a philosophical sense. But they they went with the typical hero's journey it's of just... like. But. If Agent Smith had won and destroyed the Matrix from the inside out and taken it yeah. over and yeah. destroyed the robots from the inside out, that would have been way more interesting and would have ended yeah. with a lot more questions that would have been like, I have no idea how this is going to end. How the right. third movie ends, you're like, oh, yeah, the humans are just going to start getting enslaved again. Like The yeah. robots no, are going to yeah. start it's dying and they're going to be like, no, no, no. But yeah, if Agent... Go ahead. They could they could have executed that better as well though too. Like that is the, the reality is that it's going to happen again. We're going to have the okay. So you have the old guard, the ones that survived the, the this incarnation, and then you'll have them passing on that message to the next one. They they just could have done it in a such better way if they if they wanted to do that, but they didn't as well. They just they shit the bed both ways. If they had shown some semblance of the humans realizing like. But we don't know if the humans had realized like, okay, but we still need to prepare for what if this isn't the end, but they just ended it on sunset fading away in the matrix where you're like, it's a happy ending. But it's like, you think about it for two seconds and you're like, but no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. hundred percent. hundred percent agreed. I I mean, I I still think that it's the better, the better trilogy of the two, not because my, my trilogy, but because I think it's just a better overarching story across three films. But yeah, it's, it's not. It's not great. Tyler's argument, like, it definitely makes you think more, and that's what I like about movies. It's, like, the entire theme of The Matrix that I really liked is, is it fate or is it choice? Right. And it's just figuring out, is my choice already predetermined, or is the fact that I'm already thinking about that 
is what matters. I thought the well, second gets, one it, especially was really good yeah, about yeah. kind of expanding that theme. Or yeah, the exactly. The first one was really good. Maybe the second one kind of went a little too far. They had, like, the French dude that, like, kept saying... The Machiavellian. Yeah, is it, is no, the Merovingian, son. son. Machiavellian. Merovingian <laughs> in his sweet-ass tie. The I could never tie that tie. I I hated the wife subplot of that fucker. Per- Persephone? Why? Yeah, it was pretty Why lame. did she betray him? Because in the third because movie... Because he was... Um, remember when he no, made yes. the girl... Orgasm from the cake. Yeah. Because yes. great trilogy. I didn't even because touch on that. Because he's extra. But, he's just extra, yes. by the way. <laughs> but I, I get why she betrayed him, but what does it do? In the third movie, she's just back with him. Britney's well, back. Because well, it's power. Back. It's all about the power. No, power say, the power, like, yeah, power dynamic. The moderator is back. The mediator. Yo, yo what up, mediator mod? Like, We've been the arbitrator. The arbitrator. The arbiter. I was making a joke about... What is this, Halo? What? Hey, Halo. coming to PC near you. Halo. What is? Got, what are your thoughts? And yeah, then tell us your decision. I have a couple follow-up questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> are they allowed? And we, have, we have to order them, answer them in orderly fashion. Right? Yes. We are I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Prescribed. Perfect. Who is the actress that plays Indiana Jones's love interest in Temple of Doom? <gasps> I just really want to know. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I have it pulled up. <laughs> I don't know. No, I it doesn't have matter. It, up right here. it matters to me. It's a blonde girl. It's some random hoe. No, know. it's blonde. Her name is, the character's name is Willie. Yeah. Her name is Willie? Yes. Yeah, it's... She is a famous Chinese-American singer. In Temple of Doom? Her name's Willie. Yeah. yeah, it, it is Willie. It's I not just on watched the cast it. List. It's Willie. It's definitely Willie. She's literally in that movie and no other movie. That's weird. Yes. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Kate Capshaw. I just watched it. I know it's Willie. Fuck. No, don't, no. Her real name is Kate... Me. Caitlin... Caitlin Sue Nail or Caitlin Capshaw. Is she alive? Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. No, she's American. Oh, but she yeah. lives in China no, as like an American to... oh, okay. singer. No, 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 she's married to Steven Spielberg. They got married in '91. Okay. Oh shit. So after this, okay. Confused. Next question. I was picturing like Susan Sarandon. Next question. She kind of like looks like uh, Sigourney Weaver in Alien. That's how. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Portrays. That's yeah. why I thought redhead then. Okay. Yeah. Continue. The Matrix came out in '99. Did the last two both come out in the same year? 2003. No. Three and four. Nope, 2003. May 2003, yeah. November 2003. They were both 2003. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I've, really? I've looked this up yeah. extensively. Do we wow, know when I, they were filmed? No. I believe they were filmed from anywhere from beginning in early, or sorry, maybe like mid to late 2000, going into 2001 at least. Yeah. Maybe filming rap by 2002, but given all the special effects, they may have rap production like much later than that. Yeah, they so, probably rap production pretty late into 2002. That, but yeah, they probably they definitely me. filmed 2000 2001 because the actress of the Oracle died in 2001. So they that, were that filmed concurrently or back to back? Back to back, I would say. Uh, back to back. I don't think they were filmed like simultaneously. Yeah. Um, but they were filmed like. Very close to one another. Because okay. two and three, story-wise, they pick up right after each other. Okay. So it could have been two Okay. Movies. I promise these questions are important to me. Yes. I'm scared. Do you want accurate dates? Do you have them? She's, well, she, so... She's Ma- a computer in front of her. I'm not touching <laughs> Matrix Reloaded was... Began filming on March 1st, 2001, 
and ended on August 21st, 02. But then what's weird is Matrix Revolution took... It doesn't really say. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing let's, let's just go with what we said previously. <laughs> okay, next question. What is the title of the third Indiana Jones movie? The Last Crusade. Okay, I was like, no mm-hmm. one said that throughout the entire 21 minutes. No one minutes. asked. I didn't even no defend asked. it because everyone knows. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, but and you're not Brady. She's never seen it before. Have the Wachowski... Siblings. Siblings? Non-gender specific? Because yeah. I heard things? The Wachowskis. What have they? Else, what else have they done? Since eight on Netflix, um, they've done a couple other like Matrix shorts. Yep. But mm. Sense Eight is their biggest mm. TV. Post Matrix. Well, they did. Uh, the, yeah, Sense Eight was a pretty big deal. Uh, Jupiter Ascending. They uh, did. That's they right. Did, yes, they, uh, they wrote for that. They did Speed yeah. Racer. Mm. That's right. Um, so a lot of sci-fi stuff. Yeah, yep. quite a bit of sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Um, Sense Eight is even sci-fi. So it's their genre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sense8 is just the most recent. What did they do Sorry. immediately after the Matrix? They kind of took a break, from what I saw. They did. Well, yeah, I think the, I think I think the explosion of fame since the trilogy kind yeah. of was not yeah. expected. It was mostly yeah. just like Matrix Matrix things. The and Animatrix, then... I would say, is the next thing they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Second and third film. Yeah, and and then the games into the Matrix, and then the yeah, online exactly. game. And I I understand they were pretty like heavily involved with the making of those video games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I know they filmed. They're a lot actually of, really like... fun, honestly. Yeah. They are really fun heard. games. I've seen Funhouse play they, them, and I like them. They don't hold up, honestly. <laughs> That's why Funhouse plays them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They play them. I like the Re- movies. Which hold up moderator, mediator, a- arbitrator. I almost it's said a- aviator. Yeah. That works too. You're not a. You're a- not a aviator. flying. What do you think? Oh, I'm not a flying. No, no. We, we passed. I just found it. We passed the question. So it says filming <laughs> began of Reloaded March first of '01 and ended August twenty-first of '02. Concurrently with the filming of sequel Revolution. You, you act like this okay. is a compelling hmm. point. You're just curious. I mean, is it compelling? I don't know. It answers time. my question. To me, it doesn't yes. add anything. It answers I, my I, question. Put your shirt down. That's not our move. I think I it am does. scratching. Jesus. He had an itch. Scratch under the shirt. Let him scratch how he wants to scratch. The next he's a grown ass man. Cody can scratch his own body. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Okay. All right. So, fuck. This is hard. Concurrently, yeah. I want to start this beside with saying I don't want to watch any of these movies. Yes! You have to. I know. <laughs> That's fair. Fuck. I appreciate that. But I'm gonna go through some of the things that I thought were my funniest notes. <laughs> Because I'm hilarious. You are. You're the most um, funny Lawrence person. Fishburne, I wrote his name down as Lowfish. <laughs> oh okay. okay. Good to know. Um, Good. Instead of Carrie Ann Moss, I wrote Hogarth. Yes. Okay. I really sure like Jessica that. Jones. Um, I invented the word exostechnology. Okay. That's cool. I get it. Yeah. I wrote in all caps, what is real? That's fair. Um, you have to yell it. I don't remember the context of this note, but I wrote two last not good. <laughs> what? Two just... last not good question mark. So I'm assuming the last two movies not good. Yeah. That, that applies to both. So. <laughs> yeah, two last not good question mark. Keanu not bereaveable. He doesn't breathe. <laughs> Bereave, because Keanu reaves. Oh. Okay. I, I think I'm funny. Um, I highlighted Rob quote. This was my favorite movie quote. 
<laughs> I wrote origin hat story. Yeah, that's pretty important. I wrote Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Disneyland. Yeah, true. Um, I wrote milk de cow and ya garbage. <laughs> How drunk are you? Like on a scale of one to ten. I remember what the context of most of these. Yeah, um, but give me the number. I'll give me that scale. Like a four. Okay. Uh, Mormons. That was because I think someone said Latter Day movies. Latter Day Star Wars movies. Latter Day Star Wars movies. That was, that was probably Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, and then something about Cody criticizing the action of The Matrix when Indiana Jones action was just as fucking cheesy. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. So my main takeaways thinking cynically about each trilogy is that the matrix sounds very pretentious <laughs> yeah and indiana jones from my own experience and from your arguments were it just sounds boring <laughs> because you know the whole good versus evil that's boring it's just boring and we're in a very like the golden age of television where anti-heroes are a little more relatable to the common man or woman. Whatever. I still haven't made a decision. You need a decision. <laughs> you You're just blue-balling okay. us so bad. I know, I know. So when I walked out of this room, I was prepared to say one thing. And then I thought about who gave the argument that convinced me to actually want to think about watching one of these movies. And I don't want anyone to take anything personally. Too late. Yeah, no, we're, personal. we're all it's taking personal. it personally. Yeah, this it's is personal. The, yes, you are dying with this decision. I'm going to start by saying I will probably watch all of these movies. Liar. You're lying. No, You're I actually do. <laughs> I'm still lying. I will say that I will watch all of these movies at some what point. What about Jurassic Park? <laughs> I've never watched Jurassic Park. Good. That, don't. So you should add watch, that to the list. Okay. The first one That's the real done. winner here. Jurassic Park is a great movie. I'm sure it's a better trilogy than I would see. Okay. <laughs> I would not either. Okay. <laughs> and then these two movies. Trilogies. Mm. Trilogies, whatever. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's like focus on six movies at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. So I will say I will watch all of these movies. You guys both had. Great arguments. Mm. Yeah, high five and shit, whatever. That's not what I was doing. But I was most surprised that someone got me interested to watch The Matrix. Hey. Because I never hey. gave a shit. Hey. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey. What it made you interested? What, what yes. was it? Yeah. I feel like it's an original idea. Hey. Whether or not it holds up through the entire trilogy, I get that's probably not the case. I not, was hoping you okay. would pick this trilogy because I want your reaction from watching this trilogy because you're going to be so pissed off and so I'm annoyed. I'm going to hate it. But I will say I'm going to watch Indiana Jones because I used to want to be an archaeologist when I was in middle school. Nerd. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to watch the Indiana You'll Jones trilogy still. You'll probably enjoy that still. more. We bullshitted you, like, hardcore. You did. They, like, <laughs> fluffed. 
they fluffed this I, trilogy I so hard. I figured that's what they did, but I was like, they did a good job of making it sound good. I'm going to send you my notes of what I was writing as I watched the trilogy, and then you'll probably rethink your decision. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Can, I can I tell you right now, objectively, Indiana Jones is a better trilogy. Yeah. But they, ma- okay. they convinced me to want to watch The Matrix. Yeah, yes. the that was the point. That was the point. Is it's not a trilogy? The problem with The Matrix is the first two films, the first film's really good. Second film's pretty good. Third film's just don't fucking watch it. It's not worth watching. Okay. <laughs> Even the second film, it's like half of it yeah. you probably can just skip you know and just I, get to the action. I will it's say, it, I it actually, leans too heavy on the other stuff. Like it the lives Animatrix. up to one yeah. word concurrently. Oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> I can honestly say, watching Reloaded, like I genuinely enjoyed the movie for the most part like i really thought it was a really interesting watch i really did like watching all the stylized action like especially like we don't really see like even with like the marvel movies and whatever like we don't really see a lot of stuff like that like the way the matrix like choreographed yeah, the action scenes. i think it's really interesting to watch some of it does look a little dated but it's still really captivating and um it definitely has its own style that like and i i stand by my point earlier where like if you kind of think of it like these are like other entities navigating like a world that like they understand the way it's designed and it's like hooked up to like a grid or whatever i i think you can really justify a lot of like the the more fantastical elements of like the action like in what's supposed to be a more like quote-unquote real setting and the reloaded is really good with doing that all the way through the matrix revolutions is awful It is well, well like, it is in, so bloated. Well, like in that regard, it's really bad because they really abandoned a lot of that stylized oh fight sequence, which I tried to use as an argument at one point, saying that like you could kind of tell that like you know the scenes in the real world were a lot different than the ones in the Matrix. Yeah. Um, that's because most of the you know the movie in the real world, it, it, that's where it's set in the revolutions, and they don't really use the Matrix as much. But like, oh my gosh, it just does not look good. Okay. And it's just garbage. So it's just much. all like. Well, I still want to watch these yes. movies, so stop yeah. talking about this. Stop like showing right. your true feelings yeah, about it. Right. <laughs> you did a good job. I'll, Leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. So the winner is uh, the Matrix. Surprisingly. Congratulate congratu- for yeah. the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It is the wrong reasons. It's just because yes, yeah. Be it. You want to watch it the most. That was stop the point mansplaining of this. my feelings. No, <laughs> you just did the like stereotypical wave your hand in front of my face <laughs> to talk over me. Is that stereotypical? The yes, garbage. I, I limp, limp handedly. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking terrible. I hate you. All right, guys, I'm gonna it's walk the worst. to the bar. Um, <laughs> The worst. Rob left. I don't know why. Rob left. I'm going. He was to the upset bar. with the hand. Um, he had nothing else to say. So he was, was standing fine. up for women. Yeah, yes, I get women it. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Look at him standing up somewhere. He stepped um, out. Do you want to wrap up, moderator? Yes. Um, in conclusion, we should all just watch Harry Potter movies. True. Yes. True that. True that. Uh, can I read the list of the other options there yes. were? So. We picked. I picked a list of twelve trilogies that were mediocre to bad, in <laughs> my opinion, from what I've heard. And most of these you hadn't How seen. How did before. most of them? Either. Jones get on that list then? <laughs> because I've heard that Temple of Doom was terrible, and I didn't remember um, it from my no. childhood. Okay, Rob, can, can I add some context? <laughs> no. So I said it was my favorite movie. 
because it was so comically horrible, it was fun to watch. Mm, Not because it was actually good. Lily's pretty it, it annoying. Tra- she's really yeah, annoying. Yeah, no, she, she's the worst part of that film, to be totally honest. And she's honest. in it so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hated her. So Indiana Jones ended up because I heard how shitty Temple of Doom was. And I had never seen The Last Crusade. And my opinion of Raiders of the Lost Ark is that it was boring. <laughs> I Nazis. know that's a terrible so, opinion. It just was too long. Yes. I would have loved Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark as a short film. <laughs> to like be honest. 20 minutes. <laughs> there was not a lot going on in between the major plot points to make it yeah. amazing to me. Anyway, so that's how Indiana Jones ended up there. So the other choices were... The X-Men trilogy from the early 2000s. Ooh. The Hobbit trilogy. I really wanted that one. I know. The Bourne trilogy. Eh, No one wants that one. Austin Powers trilogy. I would have loved that one, one too. I would have taken that one. Cloverfield. Again, I would have loved to defend that, too. Uh, The Matrix. Raimi Spider-Man. Nah. That's That's kind of boring, yeah. Star Wars prequels. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I wanted that one like the most out of any of these to defend. I think those have been pretty... Examined. I'm glad like, no one having... got that because we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. I've seen them recently. There's a separate I just did not want to have to watch those again. For yeah. it, so I just wanted easy. to meme the shit out of the defense. You would That's have it. lost. Oh, God. It uh, would have been so fun, though. Fuck. Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. That would have been interesting. Eh. Yeah. Because yeah. so? Johnny I Depp. I think it would have been an interesting thing to argue. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Indiana Jones. And last That's but garbage. not least, the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Which no one wanted because no. I, That's, I didn't want to watch those. <laughs> no one either. No one wants to watch I don't want to watch them, not but if the someone critics, argued like, for why? them. Didn't you see Fifty Shades of Grey in theaters, Tyler? Yeah, I did. How was that <laughs> experience for you? Um, were you by was, yourself? No, I was oh. uh, a friend of mine, and I were heavily inebriated, and we went to go watch that movie, and we was had a, a really nice time. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, we had we had a we had a we had a we had a fun time. We had a good time. It was a funny movie. It See, wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> it was supposed to be very sultry very sexy and, and very, fun. And... Yeah, but I thought it was hilarious. I had okay. a good time. <laughs> All right, so those were the other choices. I'm glad we got what we got. Why did Jurassic Park get on that? Because she didn't trilogy. even think about mm. that trilogy. I didn't even uh, think about it. It's not even really a trilogy it's either. Because it's so great. The only, the only thing that separates the three is like, there's dinosaurs. I just love them. Yeah, so boom, we win. <clears throat> yeah, Don't you want to exactly. see dinosaurs fuck right. shit up? Leave a us a comment yeah. if you disagree with my opinion. I don't care. I just watch the same shows over and over again. <laughs> I'm not someone to hold your opinions too so how's 30 rock going for you bud it's great i'm working on my night cheese so that was the debate episode like i mentioned it was not a game it's something different i wanted to do something a little more interesting for the 200 state Sorry. there was one more thing i wanted to talk about do we want to guess the rotten tomatoes ratings of each movie oh of each movie or trilogy each movie. That's the a Matrix lot. Matrix ones, I know. They're like forties. Eighty-eight percent. The third uh, one is like in the forties, isn't it's 36%. it? It's thirty-six percent. Yeah. The first one's like in the high eighties, right? It's eighty-eight percent. Yeah. The second yeah. one's like in the low seventies. Seventy-three. And then the last one's yeah, like thirty-three. 30, Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Yeah. And Indiana Jones first one is ninety-five percent, which mm. I think is too high. That's pretty no, high. No, yeah. no, way too, way too high. high. No. 
Uh, Temple of Doom is 85%. Yeah. yeah. Way, way, too, way too high. Oh, my God. And I mean, if you're a fan of it, like, I can see why you'd put it at I eight. thought they were you great movies. You're lying. Uh, Raider, I'm not lying. Uh, Last Crusade? Yes. Is 88%. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that one. That one, I think, is the, is the most solid of the three. But you gave Sean Connery shit. Yeah, I'm debating. I want you guys it's to lose. I'm debate. not gonna... All right. So that's it. Nice. That's all I got. So, that's this... Uh, Stay tuned, as I'm sure you can see the episode length. There is going to be another segment after this. We're going to have a special guest on. You'll have to listen to find out who it is after this, but we're going to end this little segment here and now. So it's going to be like three hours long. Is it pesto? Yeah. Is pesto going to be God damn. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, pesto. Fucking, we're going to spoil it now. Pesto, we're going to have a 30-minute interview with Pesto on what it's like living with Rob and Madeline. I'd cry. <laughs> it's the best. He gets food from the table. It's amazing. Uh, so do you guys have anything else to say about this segment or anything? I want to do this again sometime. The 100 episodes. This was fun. If, Maybe in 10 episodes yeah. or so. Yeah, we need a break. If you Thank guys, you, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yes. shit! Todd's gonna break out the guitar. Is <laughs> no, there... God, no, please. A send off. No, no, yeah. No. If you guys Umbaya. have any ideas for other debates, let us know in the comments. Send us a tweet. Send us an email at. Uh, you can email probably info at chesstalkpodcast dot com, and I will the get that. Horse in the gray flannel suit. That's a good movie. <laughs> Or you can email uh, chesstalkpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com or chess at chesstalkpodcast.com. Either of those will work. And let us know. And again, keep listening as we have our next segment. That's all I got to say for now. Bye. Bye. So, hello. Still episode 200 here. <laughs> but as you can hear now, we have our special guest in studio. Excuse me. I, was, I, I almost burped. I was trying not to be rude. Jesus. So, Eddie, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Appreciate been... it. Oh. Congratulations on 200. Yeah. I was here for like three of those episodes. <laughs> and now you're into your terrible twos. Yeah. Now the, now the real shit starts. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we wanted to have just a little post-mortem of the... Uh, debate i couldn't think I, I wanted to say trivia and i'm like we didn't do trivia last night right yeah. <laughs> that isn't it um and yeah i wanted you to be on eddie just because you know 200 it's oh. big well i hope my segment's not too long because i don't want to take away from the meat of the episode it sounds like the debate was pretty intense uh just looking at Brittany's notes here it looks like um uh, your garbage yeah it looks like your garbage was just written over and over again yeah yeah <laughs> So, do you want to defend your claim? Do you want to yeah. tell Eddie who you picked as the movie trilogy you would rather watch? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me what it is and why. What do you think I picked? I want to know that. I would hope Indiana Jones trilogy, because just really quick, um, Indiana Jones came out uh, years before Matrix, and it's if not just as popular, maybe a little bit more popular, which means that just is a good quality film, mm-hmm. great quality story. Um, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, come on. So, and I mean, they made a ride off of uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Disneyland. That, that was <laughs> that was Di- Madeline. Disneyland. Yeah. I don't see a Matrix ride. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> I mean, you probably take a bunch yeah. of ecstasy, and then there, there it is. Yeah. I'm seeing you're the, the one. So yeah, that's okay. my. Okay. I hope you would pick Indy. So based on their debate, I told them I can very confidently say the Indiana Jones trilogy is probably a 
better film trilogy. Yes. But Rob and Tyler did a good job of making me interested in watching The Matrix. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those must-sees from what I've I hear. never had I've an only interest. seen the first one, so I'm, I'm so definitely not. I'm going to watch all of them. Okay. But taking like what apparently is a garbage trilogy <laughs> and making it sound somewhat interesting, they did a very good job. They got very passionate. It's great. They should be lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Testify so. in court, please. The, ma- awesome. the Matrix won the debate. Wow, gonna, it did? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm going to watch all of them. Man. Mm-hmm. Gosh, Cody, you didn't do your homework properly? He watched The Matrix. Oh, that's great. On the rebuttal, I <laughs> went like... Sleeping with the enemy, You huh? went hard. I went the entire seven minutes. I did not take a break. Like I I t- thought like your, rebu- your attack was going to be like, okay, shut down. Right. Tyler, just like, shit. God damn it. <laughs> Damn, dude, that sounds intense. Don't impersonate Tyler is my lesson. <laughs> Tyler was, like, grabbing pens and just, like, writing really? down so much after just everything really in the action. he said. Dude, yes. that's crazy. It was really funny. Um, Yeah, my experience with the Indiana Jones trilogy is just, like, every time I watch it, I feel like I'm just brought back to just being a kid again. Mm-hmm. And the adventure. Um, the Matrix, it's one of those more serious films. It's still worth watching. Keanu Reeves is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugo Weaving, come on. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's very opinionated. It, they're very, honestly, uh, like, who chose the trilogy? Uh, so I picked 12 movies. Trilogies. 12, trilo- 12 trilogies. Jeez. And then I just rolled a dice. So what I originally rolled was Cody and Madeline, or Cody and you, would mm. have been Indiana Jones. Right. And then I rolled for Tyler and Rob, and they got Cloverfield. And I feel like that's not difficult. Tyler even said like he would have been fine defending that. I think the first two movies alone are good enough that you yeah. can make a pretty solid mm-hmm. stance mm-hmm. on it. Like, yeah, the third one's whatever, but right. I mean, yeah. So same with Indiana. You have the second one being universally not loved, but right. you can still defend. Like the second one, but it's still the, good though. The, uh, the the third Cloverfield. No, no, no. Third, oh, okay. Second Indiana no, Jones. No, yeah, no. The oh. weakest, but still good, which says yes. a lot, you know? That's mm-hmm. that's the, the stance it has. But I mean, yeah. the second Cloverfield is amazing, and I feel like you could just harp on that. That's the 10, 10 Cloverfield. Cloverfield lane, I was yeah. like thinking, I was like, which one was that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one is really good. All I'm saying is, so I re-rolled another dice and gave them the choice between the two that they got. So Matrix and Cloverfield? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then their choice, your guys' choice, would have been Indiana Jones or Pirates. Yeah, I texted them. Oh, yeah, I remember the Pirates one. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Yeah. Right. So, but it turned into a nice. a nice little debate. Yeah, well, I'm glad we got that out of the, you know, we cleared the air from that. Now, now it's definitive that yeah. everyone is in agreement that Indiana Jones is better. Yeah. Even though Tyler and Rob, out of this, are really good debaters. That's a word. Tyler is really good on the fly. Rob just devolved into shouting. And, you garbage. Yes. So that's why... <laughs> yeah, I, Rob's defense was not great. Rob's like pre- presentation of the Matrix was like very well written. Well, like he could have rehearsed it a little more. He stuttered. Everyone stuttered a lot, actually. Let's just say that. Yeah, alcohol. Yeah. So yeah. he his like write up of the Matrix was very well done. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler's like attack. Yeah, his like rebuttal. Back. He was like no, <laughs> and he was just like no. He's very emphatic, very Tyler. Mm-hmm. And I was just like holy yeah, shit. Tyler's very yeah. Yeah, it's a fun episode. I'm probably gonna edit most of it today, so I'm Jeez. excited to see how you guys, the <clears throat> listeners, enjoy it. But enough about the debate. Yeah, I want to talk about Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's right. like, well, guys, that's that's all I got. Episode's <laughs> over. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, we wanted you on for the Us episode. So I wanted just oh, a yeah. quick a quick little check on how you felt. I wanted to talk about Avengers, get your take on it. Um, because it's been 100 episodes. A lot has happened in these 100 episodes. And yeah. even since you left, you left on episode 120. So, I mean, a lot has happened since 120. Right. Both Avengers came out. Game of Thrones ended. Us came a out. A lot of milestones, yeah, came and went. In pop culture, yeah. For sure. Um, that started when we were both uh, hosting. Yeah, like when I think of starting Chess Talk, I think of Madhouse Coffee yeah. at like 11 p.m. at night and yeah. us talking about the mountain versus the viper. Dude, that was so long ago. Yeah, but that's what that's what I think of like when I think oh, of the inception man. of Chess Talk is just us like going yeah. for like forty minutes solid Jeez. on one episode of Game of Thrones. Oh man, so what do you want me to start with? Uh, I want to hear your take on us. Okay, so uh, us came out almost two months ago now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. After digesting it for such a long time, I really like the movie. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you why. I, I, all right, first off, just to get it out there, out of Jordan Peele's films that he's written and directed, I like Get Out the most, and yeah. Us is second. Um, close second, mm, there, there's a charm with Get Out that I really enjoy. Us has a good charm as well. It's, it's a very Jordan Peele film, um, as in he takes something very outlandish as far as an idea, something that could probably never happen, you know, because Get Out had the whole, oh, we're putting the minds of white people into black <laughs> vessels. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> like, that's so crazy. But, um, and, it, and it had a lot of um, cultural commentary um, in that film. It's very present. Whereas Us, it's present in waves, mm-hmm. um, but it still takes a very outlandish idea, as in our doppelgangers are out there and they're out to get us. Which is a great idea, and it's a very Twilight Zone-y idea, which I also heard that he was inspired, quote-unquote. Some people say he stole the idea. Other people just say he's inspired. Bro. He just, it's just his yeah. take on that idea. That's all it is. Right. And this is the film. This is the uh, result. I like it. I think it's good. The cast is fantastic. Lupita, if she doesn't get an Oscar nod, I'm going to friggin' go crazy. At least a nomination. She mm-hmm. did so good. Just a nod. Just a little Oscar nod. Um, definitely Glo- Golden Globes for sure, but she definitely deserves an Oscar nod. Everyone else in the cast is great. The dad's a uh, comical relief and, um, you know, him it makes up for the fact that he's a very big, you know, physical being mm-hmm. um, with a physical prowess over others. Because I know, I'm, I'm just picking out things that people were arguing about. And I know the dad's character was like, oh, I don't know if I mm-hmm. could take him seriously. Like, eh, he's just a goofy-ass dad. Like, I mean... You don't need to take him yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't. You know, he's a big, bulky, goofy dad and that th- those dads are definitely um, present in the world today. The soundtrack um, was good. I love the score. The score is fantastic. The violins, everything. Oh, oh dude, it's such a great like the opening with the rabbit, like mm-hmm. and the camera just pulling out. Yeah. So good. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, very he's memorable. Love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, the score behind it is just fantastic. The soundtrack itself, a lot of pop culture. Um, mm-hmm. You know, NWA, Beast, Beastie Boys. I don't know. I don't think they were in there. The Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Beach yeah. Boys were in there. The, a lot of a lot of those songs stood out in a weird way. But I don't hold it against the film. I just like, ah, it maybe didn't work as well as some of the other ones. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, you liked it. Overall, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a great, fresh idea. Um, it had a couple twist turns. I could kind of, I kind of guessed the, the, the twist because it just, it just popped in my mind. Like, oh, what if she got switched? And yes. Yeah. yeah, she did. Of course, you know. But, no, I liked it. I thought it was a good Jordan Peele film. And it shows that Jordan Peele, it wasn't just lightning in a bottle with Get Out. Like, there is clearly, like, 
Yeah, oh, I think he, he makes good films. Like, if he's writing another film right now and about to direct it, I'm excited because mm-hmm. I like his content. I think it's great popcorn flicks, you know? Yeah. That was a great popcorn flick, um, you know? Aside from all the social commentary and all that, it's a great film. It's fun. It's fresh. It's different. You know, that's that's what I liked about his movies. So, I liked it. I like us. Yeah. A lot of people didn't, though. <laughs> I, I think it just went under people's radar. I um, think... They kind out. of expected a lot yes. because of Get Out because Get Out was yes. so good. And the bar was set very high, and yeah, it just exactly. maybe missed the bar. I think if it was reversed, people would say the same thing. It's like totally. if us came out first, they'd be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And then if Get Out came out, they'd be like, "Yeah, it's I, weird, right?" Yeah. Like it's. I think Get Out's a weird movie too. Like, like you're right. That's a really good point. If us came out first, and people were like, "Wow, this is great. We've never seen anything like this." Like, wow, it's like very Twilight Zoney. Yeah. And and then Get Out came out. Then I think people would be like, mm, it's, "It's good, but it's weird," you know? Yeah, it's I think, different. I, I, I think. It would have been a very similar um, reaction. It could, it could have been a similar reaction. I just, sure. again, it's been months. Like looking back on it, it's just, I. It sits well. It sits well, and I can say when his third movie is going to come out, I'm gonna see it in theaters. Like I'm not spoiled on Jordan Peele movies yeah. after us. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wish the Twilight Zone series that's out right now was better. I know he didn't I really have a big hand in writing any of it. He's just kind of hosting, taking on the Rod uh, Sterling role. He does okay. great. He's very mysterious, but uh. Yeah, I mean, that's just for another podcast. Okay, yeah, we haven't... We watched the first episode, and that's all we've seen of that. We definitely want to watch more. The first episode felt like a chore. Yeah. It was just long. I I think I started it on two different occasions, and I was just like, man, this is... Is it over? Like, I I wanted to like it, you know? It it was very... It looked beautiful. It looked... But the writing was very... Lacking. So, uh, I forgot to mention at the top that spoilers for us... So check timestamps in the episode. Ah, it's been months. It's been months, but still. <laughs> okay, I just, okay, yeah, yeah. To just, you know. And yeah. then same thing with, uh, we're going to talk about Endgame now. So spoilers. If you have somehow have not seen this movie, spoilers. One of my coworkers finally watched the movie yesterday. Oh, and I'm like, how have you gone this long without getting it spoiled? Did he just not care about getting it spoiled? Is that the thing? No, he, he didn't get it spoiled. He got a couple things like uh, people being, you know, a-holes just like, Oh, you know, blah blah blah, like like small minor spoilers that he was just like, "Hey, shut up!" But I was like, "Why haven't you gone and seen it yet?" And he said, "He's like, oh, I haven't had time or money." I'm like, "Bro, I'll buy your ticket right yeah. now. Go watch it." <laughs> so he finally watched it. I didn't buy his ticket. He actually, <laughs> but uh, nice. he watched it. He said the theater was packed still. He said yeah. it was really packed. He said mm-hmm. there was like maybe 15 seats left. Oh, I'm like, wow, wow that's he was killing it. I want to say it's probably gonna beat out titanic like this weekend or something it or uh, avatar avatar, I, mean, I, avatar. Hope I, beats hope. avatar. it's it's like within 100 million it makes me worldwide. think like how has avatar been the best movie for this long that's so crazy yeah. star wars the force awakens came out remember the hype for that mm-hmm. yeah i mean it got up there it's in the top five worldwide so i mean it... that all of the other avengers movies that's come out mm-hmm. like come on yeah how's in how's no one beaten avatar yet it's about to happen so mm-hmm. you liked endgame Oh, loved it. Did you like it better than Infinity War? Ooh, that's a good question. With Endgame, oh man. Yeah, this is this is the question. I'm trying to think back of everything. I think I want to say I liked Infinity War a little bit more. Yeah, that, I think that's the common consensus. I think it's because the way it ended on such a cliffhanger, but not even just that. Getting the characters together mm-hmm. and then discovering their chemistry mm-hmm. played a big role in how good that movie is and then you know the stakes are raised and then the way it ends i think it's just such a great great um opener yeah the end game is so good too that third act is just 
amazing. All right, so <laughs> did you guys cry at all? Uh, I got choked up when I thought Cap was going to die to Thanos. That oh. That's when I got the most emotional. Like when he stabbed him in the leg and yeah, then yeah. flung him across. I was like, here we go. Really, yeah. Did you cry? Yeah. yeah. She cried for Nat. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. No, I'm Get kidding. out. I'm kidding. Get out of my house. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, you're not. Actually, it was pretty sad when they were both fighting over who was going to die. That was that such was a pretty. Great that, that's scene. when it really hit. I was like, yeah. oh, this sucks. <laughs> no outcome is good. No. Yeah. Um, I really like Black, Black Widow. Yeah. I know that she's not everyone's favorite. I think. I think she's the OG girl. She No, she was the first Avengers. Come on. And, and before that, too. Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. I think uh, she. It, it definitely hurt because, like, she her character really starts surfacing more and more as each movie progresses, especially her relationship with, you know, um, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. Clint, and just, you know, she she really, her, her character whole... just humanizes more and more with yeah. each, you know, she scene. She was, like, raised to be just, like, a robot assassin, yeah. basically. A war tool. Yeah. yeah. And, and she breaks she out of it. she slowly became, like, a member of this weird family and like mm-hmm. that was all that mattered to her and then her sacrificing herself yeah was like a fuck, huge stop it yeah <laughs> that, that was rough for sure just she slowly like like you said she got more humanized over the each movie like mm-hmm. she never got her own movie she will somehow yes yeah. i don't whatever so other hot take question are you gonna keep watching mcu movies in theaters let me rest for a while, man. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> no, um, I do want to watch more of what comes out, but I think I'm just so satisfied that I won't be mad if I miss out on some things. Yeah. I'm obviously going to watch the new Spider-Man movie. I'm obviously going to watch the new Guardians movie. But, like, for example, if they do shows about, like, Bucky and Sam Wilson, maybe I, I wouldn't be mad if it passed by me. I Like, certain things like that. Yeah. I think... Uh, I w- I'm just so glad that I was able to be with this from the start in 2008 up until now. I'm like, wow, that was a great, great story. Yeah. And it'd be okay because like like comic books, new stories start, new people take on the crown, and they, they it, life goes on. And I don't keep up with all of them, but it's nice to hop in it's every possible. now once in a while to catch up on everything yeah. and see what's going on, what I missed out on. But I'm just happy if... Like, let's say if the world ended, it'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I got to watch the whole first, yeah. you know, gigantic like phase chapter. of MCU. And what I like about it is that you can go back 10, 15 years from now and always be like the Infinity Stone saga, whatever they're going to call so this. Like, good. it's always going to be solid. And whatever happens after this, like, you can go back and be like, yeah, these are an amazing 23 movies that the story I... that took 11 years to tell. Yeah. It was just so well worth it. And so that's why, like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm whatever I'll, yeah i'll wait and see like i'll catch the movies when i do but exactly. i'm not i'm not going to be as fanatic about I feel the same way yeah. I, I was very invested in every movie that came out these past 11 years for the most part i think going forward i'll be like yeah i'll just catch them when i can yeah I, I'm, I'm satisfied with what i got i'm super fortunate and happy and grateful to be a, to be alive in this era so that's how i kind of feel about it right now wow. but um yeah oh no but going back to the whole tearing up bits i uh the one where the tears started coming was very unexpected for me, but I think it was a little kid in me oh. that just emerged <laughs> I, that uh, that during that third part, the third act, when the battle took place, when everyone started coming out of the portals, yeah, oh my gosh, like I felt tears forming, and in my under my breath, I'm like, this is awesome, yeah, <laughs> like it was just so freaking cool when they clashed. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, 
as like kind of slow and like mm-hmm. building the first two acts are it's yeah. just getting to that battle scene is so worth it it's just seeing t'challa come out and doing his war chant was just so mm-hmm. good and then God. of course spider-man but seeing dr strange do the wasp was there yeah when if peltro somehow made it i was like dude this is amazing everybody's here yeah it was like everything that i wanted as a little kid like I was yeah like, oh like you know with your toys like you'd throw yeah like, battles that would never happen and you're making it happen and now you're seeing it made to life on the big screen yeah. which is so in just a way that like you can never do on your own it's just it was it was the greatest thing ever so and i can't believe that sequence was like almost 40 minutes and it felt like 10 it felt like no time passed at all yeah. like that's an entire act i was like oh i i want more yeah i want an entire movie oh, of this battle gosh it's so good but yeah i love i love the movie i love the way it wrapped up i thought um it was a perfect send-off for certain characters um did you guys stay till the very end after the credits uh no because no. we knew there was no post credits. it was just the, hammer yeah we yeah, know about that bit. yeah that was pretty cool too like yeah. i walked out of the theater while the credits were rolling and then i was like oh, i gotta go back in there and i went back in and and yeah i heard the little sound bit and i was like because i just watched iron man like a few oh, days nice. prior yeah so it was so fresh and mm-hmm. i loved it i even like little moments too like john favreau directed iron man and mm-hmm. just his moment with tony stark's daughter and just saying he loved you know cheeseburgers. That, and that's all that. probably my least like, favorite scene of that movie. What? She's oh. she's such a bad that kid actor. The kid actor. Yeah. Dude, you, your your dad loved cheeseburgers too. Okay. <laughs> you no. burst out laughing both times we saw it, she's, and it was terrible because like, everyone around us is bawling. I that was get, such a good moment. I get the but she's just it. so bad. Oh, she wasn't that bad. Oh gosh. Okay. No, I, watch I, it again. Okay, I'll watch it again. Me. I truly maybe my emotions were shielding me, but because we saw it twice, so like the oh, second sure. time, like I was, there was no, I wasn't As affected. Sad. Yeah. So I was just waiting for the kid. I was like, okay, let me give her another chance. And she's still just... Did you feel that way okay. after the first viewing? Like, you were just, like, walking out, like, wow, that was great, but that kid actor sucked. Kind of, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I you didn't met think him? that. I really didn't think that. that. That was, like, the last thing from my mind. But it just... This is such an emotional scene. What? Just... Okay, okay, hold on. Was it that moment that you realized she's shit? Or what no. moment was it? Like, any... <laughs> the beginning of the movie, when she's in the house and she's like bargaining about getting popsicles or something and i was like you fucking suck kid what <laughs> you're terrible dude oh first off all right you know whatever i'm not gonna i'm not about to argue about this kid all right I, I think you're crazy so there was a moment when tony stark discovered that time travel was possible with that one dude that was such a crazy moment like mm-hmm. my heart jumps like mm-hmm. when he would just sat down and was like shit Mm-hmm. That was like I figured it out. That was so crazy. Like yeah. that was a great moment right there. There was there was a lot of great moments in this movie. I, I I really enjoyed it. Endgame was one for the one for the books. Would you rate it like nine? Because I gave Infinity War nine point five, mm-hmm. and then I gave Endgame a nine out of ten. I'd give it a solid nine. So yeah. strong. Yeah. Yeah. So there's good. not too much I would knock off from this movie. What is your favorite movie of the MCU? Probably Infinity War. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think Infinity War is for sure top three. I think the first Guardians is still top three. No, I think mine goes Infinity War, Civil War, Endgame. Civil War so good. Yeah. It's the Russos. It's just... No. They're I'm magic. Gonna, I'm going to have to... I, I don't know. It's just... my. I know my top three. No order. Just Guardians, Infinity War, Civil War. Yeah. Guardians, like, it's definitely a fun movie. It just... It doesn't do it for me. Like, I know mm. for a lot of people... It's just so good. I, I love that movie. 
and then so yeah, come on, soundtrack. That's how you use the soundtrack. That was yeah. my favorite part of that's probably end my game. oh yeah yeah when you see that from a different perspective, yeah. <laughs> it just looks like an idiot. That's probably why it's not in my top threes because I don't love the soundtrack. It's not I love my the yeah. I just think it, it, it uh, the fact that they used it as a storytelling device mm. and it's a good soundtrack like that's cool man. Killing two birds with one stone that's amazing. Yeah, I I own that soundtrack on vinyl. CD, vinyl, digital, and cassette. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you, I really enjoy you're it. You're about that life. I'm about it. Uh, and game is currently at 2.713 billion. Billion. Well, what is or Avatar? Avatar, 2.787. Yeah. So How it's going to do that? <laughs> just because everyone went to go see it and you had to see it in the IMAX 3D. You had to see it in 3D, so it made more money. I guess $20 a ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a very unfair advantage. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I feel like we need to see Endgame again to just give it a do, our part. do our part. Do your part. Uh -huh. <laughs> Beat Avatar. It's Pocahontas. And Fern Gully. And mm -hmm. whatever else people say it is. Uh, anything else that's happened since you've been on? Any other? Uh, we already went through our Game of Thrones woes before we recorded, so yeah, I don't yeah. want to rehash we that. We keep talking I, about I it. I pretty much agree with everybody. Yeah. yeah. It, okay. I, it was good, but not bad. It could have been better. Boom. End of story. Yeah. It should have been 10 seasons at least. Yeah. <laughs> Um, other than that, nothing's really happened. Just been working a lot, uh, trying to get my own little business started, um, getting there. So some promising steps, mm -hmm. and I think that's it, man. Just yeah, you're just reading, busy, busy uh, dude. That's why you haven't been on so much. And yeah, just reading just and life. Uh, watching shows and relaxing and resting mm -hmm. and enjoying life as much as I can. And yeah, can't wait for vacation. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I. Whenever, because I'm sure after last night, everyone wants to do another debate episode. <laughs> Pretty much everyone was like, let's do that again. Would so, it be on a movie trilogy again? Like, uh, like, we, don't, we don't know quite yet. I've been thinking ideas. You have yeah. a stacked list, and I think I think there are certain movies you could pair really well with each other that deserve the, mm -hmm. uh, the fight. Yeah. Maybe like make it less random in the future. Yeah, but I want to see you thrown into the mix, just because I feel like your technical like background of movies and filmmaking i think that would be really fun to see thrown my, into a debate mm -hmm. my help or might not <laughs> and i want it to like continue to be like mediocre to bad movies that you have to tell me are great yes yeah that's the, that's the real challenge <laughs> oh yeah definitely i think um like films because like, uh, what was it like uh it'd be good to take films that kind of have a history of oh what's better this or that Mm -hmm. What's better, salt or pepper? Kind of like I wanted the um, the Superman trilogy, the Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League trilogy to make it on this list because I think that would be a very fun one to try and debate. Yeah, man, that'd be crazy. Um, like you could do that in like the Iron Man first three movies or something like that. But she's Brittany specifically did not want any MCU movies on this list. I feel like they're way too like fresh in everyone's mind and heart to like. <laughs> be unbiased absolutely I just and think, i had just watched the all three iron man movies and you didn't want to <laughs> uh, deal with that again no, i yeah. hated iron man 3 i just want to say that i'm sorry yeah, you talked about the that. guy who directed lee the weapon directed that one yeah i don't know who that is it's weird so it's like something uh mike michael black ian black or something like that I michael remember. ian black michael ian is that black. his name no no the no, comedian no, that, that's a comedian <laughs> okay i was like, I'm like i know what? that's a comedian but it's like something like that <laughs> okay, i'm gonna look it up just to see how yeah. wrong i am <laughs> it's gonna be S steven spielberg <laughs> oh wow it, it is <laughs> did you guys notice that that uh kid from iron man 3 was at tony's funeral yeah not when i watched it but not when i, I watched it either yeah. like, who the... <laughs> yeah, I, who's I that 
It doesn't matter. I don't know. They're... Shane Black. Neither Michael or Ian. <laughs> or Michael Ian. <laughs> My apologies. Definitely not Michael Ian. Uh, that's funny. Um, Gosh, man. Wait. Could we just talk really quick? I want to go back to it. How great is the story of Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> and Spoilers like, again. <laughs> no, but just how great is the story of him as an actual person, mm-hmm. his comeback, his arc. and how much it embodies, and how perfect he was mm-hmm. as Iron Man. Like, there, it made me realize, like, there are certain people born for certain roles. Mm-hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. absolutely was born to play Iron Man. Just based on what happened in his life that exactly. brought him to being iron man like you're the perfect person to go through this the casting director who made that decision who basically was like yes and she was the same casting director for all of the mcu i saw that it's dude there's so many great yeah. people on. it was just one casting director that picked for all the major mcu parts and like what is another uh God. character that comes to mind that you're just like wow they were born to play this role oh cow Chris Evans had a yeah. redemption hour instead yeah. of playing Human Torch, playing Captain America. He's such a great Captain America. I think America. Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, I feel like is a pretty good one. Like he does such a good, like good guy with some like rough edges Were you around just him. About MCU or anything in general? Yeah, because because okay. all I can think of is superheroes. Like Ryan Reynolds, like born to play Deadpool. God, yeah, like, that that is born his to play character. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> he was Most a great Pikachu. Made for that role. <laughs> Oh man, it's just it made me think about that. But like, I just there couldn't have been a more perfect choice. Yeah, because Tom Cruise was in the running to be an Iron Man, and I just can't. Uh, Im- I can't imagine the MCU surviving I mean, if it wasn't RDJ. He would have done good, but God, like if I would have known that Robert Downey Jr. could have been him, like I would have been so mad. Like, yeah, and it's funny because most people wouldn't have seen it back then because like that was around the time when he started coming back as an actor, and you know, yeah. really after he post cleaning up his life, you know, it was when he got announced for it. People were like. Uh, you, huh? you want him? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like any of the Batmans we've gotten have been Ooh, made to... Like, do you think Christian Bale was, like, made to play Bruce All Wayne? Right. I will say this. He was not a bad Batman. Yes. He wasn't the best Batman, but it, the whole, like, people making fun of his voice and all that, I'm like, that's got to stop because Michael Keaton did the same thing for, like, yeah. a bunch of the movies that yeah. he was in. You know what I mean? I think he's a great Batman, but the best Batman probably... Oh, man, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. No, Val Kilmer. Um, I, I don't think I've seen any of his Batman movies. I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, George Clooney, no. <laughs> I think, honestly, Michael Keaton was probably one of the best Batmans. Like, Bruce Wayne, like, just the way he came up as Bruce Wayne, just so good. It's such a cartoony film, but that's because it was one of the first times, too, you've seen mm-hmm. comic book pages literally come to life. And that's yeah. what Tim Burton did. He took the gothic, artistic, cartoony style of mm-hmm. the Batman comics and made it a living breathing city yeah. which is so cool you know so i think at that time it's, it may be looking at it now it looks a little cheesy and weird but that's one of the first major steps towards creating like such a great iconic comic book set piece you yeah know, in a movie um i think um but I think, who i think michael keaton sorry my no 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 you're finishing your thought um who played uh superman way back i can't remember the guy's name he christopher got. reeves yes i feel like people would probably argue that he was kind of like made to play superman oh, Clark Kent. yeah Big so time. he's so good oh wait i don't know are we gonna finish this topic if you have another thought oh no because when you said superman that movie brightburn came out Ooh yeah i want to see that it? Okay. I've, I've heard it's pretty eh oh that sucks <laughs> yeah i've heard it's pretty whatever i haven't seen it yet but, but i want to see it the trailer just i don't know why i missed this like i, I like, before I knew it, it was like, oh, it's out. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, oh, no. I knew when the trailer dropped, I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it looks terrifying. 
Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that, that thought just came up. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do we, do any of us have any other thoughts on the last hundred episodes? Wow. <laughs> wow, we're still doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I heard you guys have like a mystery commenter. Some uh, comments on your episodes? Yeah, just a guy on um, I th- his username's like Kane Four LSS or something. Shout out! Yeah, just uh, he's on Bobby and he commented a couple times cool. and appreciate it. Thanks nice. again for commenting. Mm-hmm. He hasn't commented the last episode, but hey, hi, I don't blame you. <laughs> hey, man, any comments? Cool. I love That's it. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't know. The past hundred episodes, I was only present for like a quarter of it. I mean, the first twenty, yeah, you were you were definitely there, and then I yeah. feel like we've had you on. Every now and then. Ten or so times, probably. Glad you guys are still keeping the formula and you guys are enjoying what you're talking about. I think that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It's not about the gains or the views. It's about having fun. (laughs) Playing chess and talking. And having heated debates while drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Congratulations. 200 episodes. Yeah. uh, 300's on the horizon. God. Yeah. I don't. Three debates at once. That's what we're going to do. I don't know. Something different. Um, yeah, I'm just excited that we got a formula, we got a system, we got the equipment, we're going to be moving, so it's going to be a better recording area, there's no more airplanes soon. I was about to ask you, like, any big changes that you're, that's coming that will help benefit it in your eyes, and I think maybe having a new space would be nice. New space is going to be a lot nicer. Um, no, I mean, it's not like there's going to be a huge shift in the next hundred. I think it just, the show is what it is and I'm fine with it. And people seem to be liking it with the downloads that we're getting. So, I mean, that's so good. Yeah. There's some audience out there. I mean, if anything, probably we might try and change up the intro music. I don't know. Cause that's the thing we used to do. Change I know, the show. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah. Every, um, every 10 episodes, right? Yeah. Jeez. I can't believe we made that many. Like we only made like five. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think that helped because we used to take breaks and now that we don't take breaks anymore. Cause yeah. like since, 121 like i don't think we've missed a week nice like it's just been consistent so you'll be at 300 before you know it uh, two years <laughs> <laughs> in two ish years yeah i think as long as uh you know you guys keep doing it for the right reasons and having fun with it and bringing people together and having just good genuine conversations you know minus the i minus the fact that there are microphones in the room just i think that's what's important you know i think that's what mm-hmm. makes good content good listenable content Thanks for being on. Um, yeah. Commenters, let us know. Sorry for this long episode, but Ooh, I feel if like... If you're still here. If you're still here, thank you. Jeez. Um, it's just episode 200. I feel like you got to do it big, so... End game. Yeah. This is the... <laughs> this, we're in the end game. This uh, is our end game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the... <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Make sure you go to our website chesstalk.podbean.com or if you go to chesstalkpodcast.com that'll redirect you to podbean anyways if that's easier for you to type you can uh email info at chesstalkpodcast.com or chess at chesstalkpodcast.com and i'll be able to get it um that's all i gotta say let us know what you want us to do on the next 10 episodes if there's a theme you want us to follow if there's a debate you want us to do maybe for like 250 we'll do a huge debate again <laughs> who knows that's a 50, year from now 50 weeks from now you yeah. gotta come on better we got time to figure it out <laughs> um yeah that's all you final words eddie um man it's cool to see that our conversations from Madhouse Coffee at 11 p.m at night talking about Breaking Bad and what the color yellow means <laughs> has now 200 plus weeks later it's now we're in a room and and many things have changed in our lives yet the conversation still 
you know, revolve around the same nerdiness that this... we had kept back then. So it's just good to see that. So arguing the same stupid pop culture TV <laughs> show things that ultimately don't matter. I mean, if you're not doing that, are you really living? Yeah. Are you really enjoying TV? <laughs> are you really in the end game? Is this the Red Pill universe? <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, congratulations on 200 episodes. I uh, can't wait to see episode 300. I'm going to be there for sure. Just give me a call. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll plan it now. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll Jesus. block my calendar off. <laughs> but okay. yeah, no, that's it. I'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 I don't know why I did that.